Open the shit up, open the shit up This is the heaviest podcast Let's fucking go Hello and welcome to episode 18 of the Heaviest Podcast, Weekly Worship at the Altar of Radness. My name's Sonny and I do thank you from the very bottom of my balls for you, for downloading this lovely little thing. I'm here, sat with my good friend Gary Trelease. What up dude? How are you? Yeah, good man. Good you? Lovely. Excellent. Fucking great. Sat next to the Christmas tree. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah, we're on. We're in a nice little place again. We've got a Christmas tree. There's some art around us. Um, we've got Pinhead. He's back. He's back. We're I recording f- at Naka Beansy Towers. Yeah, we're back at Beans Towers. I was trying to do a diehard joke. You completely fucked it. Oh, sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. It's fine. Don't worry about Shit. it. Move on. <laughs> right. We've got a couple of... I've brought back... Um, I've thought that, you know, since we had that nice episode, the previous one, I think it was episode 16, you know, it was very evil, that one, Gary. And mm. yeah, I think that was owed in part to uh, the, the mascot that we had that week, which was Pinhead. The presence of Pinhead. Yeah, I think... Um, I think what we were lacking last episode was just sort of an air of suffering. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, you know, Pinhead's here to make sure that the suffering's going to be, you know, just going on in the background. He's back to preside over, yeah. Yeah, just a bit of background suffering, you know. (laughs) Nothing too heavy. Just like a base level. Yeah, just, you know, like white noise in the background. And I thought we'll up it again by, I've got uh, got the the clown from... uh, from fucking Spawn, that is. Do you remember Spawn? I you do. Fuck with Spawn do. much? Only like the film, the old, the really old film. Yeah. But well, yeah. Um, e in the film, so it's the clown from the from the film. In in the film, fucking Johnny Legs played him, didn't he? Johnny Legs. Oh, John Leguizamo. Oh, which, did he? Yeah. Which no oh, one ever know. remembers. Like it's such a weird thing. You think about his voice, and it was him. But obviously, this the clown's this just giant, obese, disgusting little geezer. Well, not giant. He's all little and yeah. round. And uh, but yeah, it was played by the one and only Johnny Legs. Fucking hell! <laughs> Absolute boy. <clears throat> yeah, great. Well, I was, was going to say great movie, shit movie, great cast. It's a fucking terrible movie. A fucking um, who is it? One of the one of the Sheens, Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen's in there, the big bad guy. Michael J. White is Spawn, and fucking Johnny Legs. Shit movie though. Sorry, really that, bad. Was a, that was a bit rambling. Anyway, that's <laughs> going to ra- like just we've got um you know the episode is going to be a bit more evil. Good. Yeah, it's going to be there. It's a packed episode. It's fucking packed. That's for sure. We have been we've been all over the place. We've been looking high, low. We've been creeping around the back of the bins looking for jams, <laughs> <laughs> scraping bins, <laughs> scraping them off. It's fucking. It's very stacked. It's very stacked. It is. I think it's the strongest like whole episode of releases we've ever done. Really? Yeah. I mean, we've had like bigger individual records, but as a as a a pile of releases, this yeah. is like I think this might be the best one we've done. I think you could be onto something. I I think that all these F, all these bands we're going to talk about today, these albums, um, we got four albums and an EP, bit, a little bit longer than usual, but they're so fucking good, and it's getting right to the end of the year. Mm. So we've just we're just cramming. We're in, basically we? panic cramming yeah. stuff <laughs> before the end of the year before we have to start yeah. talking about 2019 releases. I think all of these records, right? They are 
a lot of fun, a lot of good fun. Definitely. You can, that is definitely to be said about yeah. all this shit we're going to be talking about. We are going to be talking about the fucking awesome uh, album from Azusa. Azusa, yeah. We're going to be up. we're going to be fucking with some badass shit from Joy. Fuck yeah. Who else? <laughs> you forgot No, I just <laughs> didn't want to do it. Oh, we've got um, we've got a sick album from a band called of Grace and Hatred. Uh we've got also that Raddy P from Cal Nashi. And then the last one is some fucking crazy bonkers album that we discovered by a French band called Zabruda. So yeah, yes. stick stick with us for that. Listen we're to also the end. um we're also gonna be talking a bit of top five Will Putney records because we, we <laughs> talked about we were gonna do it last week and yeah. we we're just like, fuck it. Let's just fucking do it. So we're gonna have a little chat on our top five Will Putney records. And also we've kind of mashed the hype train and the brutal news together this week to make the brutal hype news train. One brutal, <laughs> one giant, big, dirty, brutal blob of rad. Yeah, because it's, you know, usually we use the hype train to put bands on people's radars that they might not necessarily know about. But this time, all the stuff we've got to talk about is bands you'll probably already have on your radar, but we're getting excited about their new shit. Yeah, so we just, you know... So we kind of have mush them together. Smash them together. Yeah, keep man. it, Keep it up, you know? Made a hybrid. We've got to do things every now and then. Not like a hybrid car, <laughs> they're shit. No. Nah. Like a half, like a what's it? Do a centaur. crossover, like what's going on in the DC at the or moment, or a Griffin that, or something. <laughs> that Elseworlds crossover, <laughs> or when they uh, when they crossed over Batman with Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking dope. <laughs> yeah, man. and a Teenage shit. Mutant Ninja Turtles. That one's sick as well. Yeah, man. Hell Batman's yeah. been fucking around with the Ninja Turtles a bit as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. <clears throat> they did a couple of comics the other year. They look, look bloody good. <laughs> right before we start, though, yeah. I wanted to talk to you about something. Okay. I wanted to talk to you about what I did. This week, I always like that. I went to see Zeal and Arda. Oh, you fucking dude! I went to see Zeal and Arda, and we haven't talked about it at all. On purpose, mainly because we wanted to talk. I wanted to talk to you about it now, but also because I didn't want to rub it in your face. (laughs) I know you wanted to go, and it kind of you fucked up like massively. Booked holiday at the same time, like a bell end. I booked. I booked a holiday. Right, I went to Poland with my lady for a couple of days. It was very, very lovely, very cheap, very fucking rad. I love the way you call it, milady, like a fucking night of the round table. I just, you know, I like to add an extra layer of decorum, Captain Barry. Beans. That'll you be... and Captain Beans went to Poland. <laughs> Me and Detective Beans. Shout out, DCI Beans. DCI Beans. Old type. <laughs> anyway, right. yeah. So I'm... I would see Zealanada. Oh, boy. I'm jealous. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. It was at the Horn in Brighton, which I really like as a venue. Mm-hmm. I know you're not necessarily as much of Look, a fan. I like I've... the venue. I just don't like the people in there or the drinks <laughs> they serve. The cans is a ball ache, but it's... I drove, so I wasn't drinking. So it was, right. wasn't an issue. Um, I went First of all, we went to a place called Dave's Comics in Brighton. When Dave's Comics, classic little... Dave's Comics. That's yeah, what, down in the lanes. Yeah, the that's it. Yeah, in the lanes. Place, mate. Add a little mooch. Uh, you see a pinhead in there. Probably had a pinhead yeah, in there, didn't they? Yeah, did see a pinhead, yeah. Probably a um, Texas, uh, probably a bit of leather face knocking about. Yeah, large all, form, that, all, all that shit. Large format leather face on the top. They had a really cool set of like the kids from Stranger Things dressed as the Ghostbusters, you know, like they are in the beginning of season yes. two when they're at Halloween. That was really cool. Um, I went with uh, went with Rob, shout out Rob. Oh, Big up Rob. yourself. Um, Big me and Rob, and he bought, I don't want to say what he bought because it was a Christmas present for someone who might listen, so he bought some stuff, which is cool. <laughs> uh, we went and had a wag of mamas. That was fucking lovely. Anyway, that's all completely irrelevant. <laughs> Arrived at the venue. I fucking hate. I'll tell you what, can I just get it out there? Go fucking Wagamama's does my tits in. What? Wagamama's is It's too really expensive. Good. It's not as good as a proper Japanese restaurant. I like it. Nah. Fuck it off. 
let's fuck off Wagamamba's. All go to your proper local, lovely, good Chinese, I mean, Japanese restaurant. It's much better. Well, I enjoyed my Wagamamba's. Well, so. you shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway. We went, we got to the venue. We had, we thought we'd like try and just get there fashionably late, but we were a bit, we were a bit late. too organised, you know, so we got there in time to see the support band Blanket. Blanket? Yeah. That was the name of the band? They're called Blanket. Okay. Uh, right. You would have fucking hated them. They would have set off your post-rock traumatic stress disorder oh, a right no. treat, mate. I'm, I am still suffering from yeah. P- PRTSD. <laughs> you definitely would have started started having fucking nervous twitches and trembling. and like, Gary. Hot flushes. Gary, seven minutes and no one's done anything. <laughs> Can you please tell them to do something, please? Please. Mate. Um, they had these you are there, man. <laughs> you don't know what I've seen, man. You don't know what I've seen. I watched seen. an entire... Fucking! I went to a whole goddamn festival, and he played one note, <laughs> one note. <laughs> anyway, for some reason, well, they had TV screens on the ta- on the stage with them for some reason. I think they must have got them in a Black Friday sale. I don't know what that was all about. Yeah, they were showing like visualizations, and they had little videos of like some old like old deers and stuff for some reason. I don't know what was going. On. <laughs> Basically. And the TV screens were in front of the drummer as well, so you could you couldn't see the drummer. They, they might not have even had a drummer. Wait, I don't even there know. Was Black Friday. What? Oh, oh just they. Had no, to, they just had two oh, big sorry. TVs on the screen. What were they? What that were was they a joke, and you've done it again. Ruined my joke. Oh my god, Gary! I tell you what, just give me a wink when you do. <laughs> <laughs> No, sorry. It was a joke. I said they got on TVs in a Black Friday I, sale. That's why they had I them. I see the error of my you ways see now. now. Oh, for God's sake. There's anyway. too many visual distractions in here for me. <laughs> chill, chill. Right. Anyway, um, so yeah, like, I mean, people in the room were kind of digging it, but it just wasn't my thing at all. No. Um, but after that, it was just literally, it was just them and then Zilanada, and Zilanada came on. Holy fucking shit, man. Was it just godly? Yeah, it was insane. Like, they opened with three tracks off of Stranger Fruit in a row. And I did, I think the second one they did was Row Row. And it, oh, my God. Did they start with f- Gravedigger's Chant? No, they didn't. They, they didn't start with Gravedigger's Chant. I can't remember the first song they played, to be fair. I should have probably written it down. How good was Ship on Fire? Amazing. Oh, fucking amazing. When everyone fuck. in the room's doing the fucking big chants before that Brilliant. beat down, it was so cool. It us. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I. You the have to be careful thing. because that's like a, a spell to like wake the dead, so you can't say the whole thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Apparently, he like drops off the last bit of it because he was like, "I don't want to like." I actually, don't want to actually wake the dead. Actually, accidentally wake the dead. But anyway, um, they were just fucking insane. They played everything that they played off of the first album because I mean, I, I listened to the first album, but I just struggled because it sounds really ropey. Yeah. But live, like it's absolute, just like incredible. Absolute, uh, like the actual the song, "The Devil Is Fine," so fucking good. Proper like laptop jam on it. So. Yeah, it was all done on his laptop and. You know, it just wasn't up to the standard as of Stranger Fruit. No. But fuck me, it was incredible. Sick. It was so... I was just how many completely them, blown away. How many of them's on stage then? So there's there's Manuel. I've videos and there's quite a few. So there's Manuel. He does a, he's like the lead vocal, does guitar. He's got two backing singers who are with him. playing instruments or just, just No, just, just, doing, just doing backing vocals, Sick. doing the chants and stuff. Sick. Uh, he's then got another guitarist, because he plays guitar too, a bassist... And then the drummer. So, what's that? Six people. Fucking sick. But the way that they kind of stand on the stage, like, he's in the middle, yeah. and he's got two microphones, because he's got one he sings into, and one he screams into, Yeah. and then he's flanked by his two vocalists, and then outside of them is the guitarist and the bassist. So it just looks really fucking cool, mm-hmm. with the way they're all kind of stood in a row. He's got incredible like, nice light show going on. Nice and symmetrical. Yeah, it looks really good. And he's Yeah, he's got these like big like light beams that like react to the kick drum, and... 
he didn't have Fuck his big yeah. like Z, ZA logo because I just don't think there was room for it. But I've seen that in videos on YouTube. That's fucking cool. But yeah, man, they were absolutely insane. They played a new song, which was really oh, cool. Oh, really? Yeah, it was really nice. Love it was it. like it was quite like it was quite a lot more. It's quite melodic. It was kind of leaning on the kind of more melody side, but it had like the big, it had a big chunky guitar. It wasn't just like you know like Grave Diggers chants all piano, mostly piano. Yeah. It was more full, but it was also quite a melodic song. Like, Sick, I'm really looking man. forward to what he comes up with for his yeah. next record. It'd be fucking, fucking cool. Everyone is, mate. I can't. I, what's he? You know, he's smashed it so hard. Do you yeah. think that it would be? Do you think he'll stay inside of that style, and he would, or could you see him as someone that sort of changes their style quite a lot from album to album? Because he seems like such a creative dude. Yeah. That um, like I, I almost feel like to expect the unexpected from the from the third album. I know what you mean. You know? I know what you mean. I think like he's got his core values of what his music is. Yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised if you heard something that was that could maybe become a bit more. Not, I don't want to say mainstream because it's like satanic gospel music. It's never going to be mainstream. No, it's just, but like something that could get him into bigger venues. Yeah, I mean, I'm, uh, I'm a little bit annoyed that he has, he is playing that. I mean, maybe he shouldn't be. Maybe I've just got it wrong in my yeah. head. But it was sold out. Should be, but you know, I think given this time next year, he should be massive. Like I know he played download and stuff like that, but mm. I think that like the, the, just the fact that you even got to see him in that venue, the horn is mental. Cause I can, it just feels like such a big show. It's such a large album. Like it feels like it needs to be played in fucking stadium. Yeah. Doesn't it, you know? Yeah. I do. I do totally understand. You what definitely you, what caught you him at a, cra- a critical point And yeah. I'm, I'm, I fucked up really hard. I fucked <laughs> up. <laughs> it was good, man. Uh, there was, I do need to, there was one thing though, that there was this bloke in front of me and Rob, who was fucking the most annoying, right? He was about four foot tall. He looked like Gimli from the Lord of the Rings. And he just windmilled his head the whole fucking way through. <laughs> and his hair was just like... So it's just just flicking you. Oh, mate. Bit. And then he started doing this head banging, right? I've written, right? So I want to talk about the anatomy of a head bang. Yeah. When you bang your head, yeah. you bang your head down and then you reset, right? He was doing the opposite way around. So his head bang was backwards. backwards. So I'm going to demonstrate. It's no so good for an audio format. So he's going... So as a... As a as so an every angle. time he does it, his hair flicks back and hits me in the fucking face. Yeah. Oh, mate. I wanted to fucking kill him. I was standing... And every time he did it, I grabbed a bit of his hair. I did thought, you? if I... He'll, he'll get annoyed and he'll move. Really? But he didn't. He just fucking didn't. You were grabbing his like, hair. I just wanted him to go away, but I'm too English to say go away. Yeah. So I was far too British. But what, he was so annoying. At one point, Rob's, Rob's just stood there and he just stands there with his elbow out. Yeah. He's like, if I'm he not going to hit him, but head. if he smashes his head into my elbow, then that's his fault. It's your own fault. It's like that bit on The Simpsons, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Where Lisa, Lisa <laughs> that was exactly what it was like. spinning the, the that, yeah, that was I'm exactly just going to kick like. out like this. <laughs> and if you run into me, it's your own fault. But I think, I don't know, I don't know if the guy was just completely oblivious or he was doing it on purpose because it got him quite a lot of like personal space in the room because no one wanted to stand near him. Yeah. Was so many people would come in and stand by me and Rob and then see this fucking geezer doing and just being a twat yeah. and then leave because they're like, 
Uh, you'd be like, yeah, you can see why there's so much space here now, right? Because this fucking bloke's doing everyone's nuts. But well, like, we did event. We a he was there area for him to be doing this headbanging because we can't condemn him for just the action of headbanging. Because then who are we, Gary? Well, no, but he was just. We've got like, to allow it him was a to sold out. Himself. It was a sold out venue. It wasn't like you know people weren't yeah. moshing. Everyone was kind of just singing along mm. and just kind of in a group watching and just enjoying it. Mm -hmm. And then there's this one guy just going. Just yeah. really annoying, but I mean, it only really was an issue for like a couple of songs, and then we managed to scoot or scoot out of his way and I like that you enjoyed the rest of the show. A little bit, though. That's was good. Just, I thought it was a way of making him go away. Be like, oh, I keep getting my hair snagged on something. Our best move, <laughs> but it didn't work. <laughs> or could get it snagged. It didn't work. Yeah, you didn't <laughs> snagged on my fucking last nerve. That's where you're snagging it, you cunt. <laughs> but yeah, other than other than him, it was fucking amazing. I think it it might have been the best show I've seen this year possibly and it's as a result pushed Stranger Fruit up my album as it, the year list as if you weren't struggling with re with wrestling yeah. with, with that anyway <laughs> as if that wasn't already a fucking ordeal yeah now it's uh, even worse but yeah oh, it was brilliant. amazing brilliant. I didn't want to tell I didn't want to talk about it to you because no, no, I didn't no. want to rub it in but no, it I was know. fucking spot on if anyone else gets a chance to see him do it because it was, it was mind blowing yes fuck yeah dude yeah, man. How was uh, how was Poland? Poland was fucking sick, right? So, um, it was it was it's so fucking cheap over there, brother. You can't like it was it was silly. It was silly good. So got all got our shit. You know, dropped it off at the thing. We looked we looked at this place. We looked up on like well, it was a nice nice place to go for a burger. Like first thing we did, walked in there, sat down, ordered a fucking sick sick burger a lovely beer that cost me absolute fucking pennies um well not pennies i think it cost me about a quid but it was from like the it was like the, the higher end of the nicest crafty that they had there mm. sort of thing a big bottle of beautiful lovely beer and i sat down and i knew i was going to enjoy this place and the people because blackened by metallica just played <laughs> straight away i sat down nice we sat down with our beers and i just said dan 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 and I just looked up at Jolene and I was like, we're going to be all right here, Beans. We're going to be okay. Chewy, we're home. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> Beans, we're home. <laughs> and uh, it was great. And everything just sort of rolled out of that. It was Everyone was lovely. It was a bit cold, but I just wrapped wrapped right up. It was between minus three and minus nine when we were there. Oh, that, but that I, didn't feel, I didn't feel that cold. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not saying I'm I'm a, I'm a right hard nut, Gary, because you know me to be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. you don't need to say it. Because obviously, obviously it's already. fucking implied, you know. Yeah. But um, no, it was it was lovely. Um, just had a lot of drink and a lot of food and waddled around trying to spend money. I just couldn't spend it all. I ended up buying a couple of bottles of booze and a patch of backy on the way home and the flights because <laughs> I just had all this money left over. It was great. Um. Yeah, went to go to this one thing, right? There was a thing on the map, right? And it said, we were going to go to the old town. And the thing on the map said, Interactive Fear Museum. Right? Right. On paper, I'm all over that. That was, you know, as the words were. And I didn't want to... I said... I know that... It, I looked at the TripAdvisor, but only the, the star rating. I didn't want to look at any of the things. I didn't want to ruin it. I right, said to yeah. Beans, right? We're going to fucking... We're going to go here. It'll be a right laugh. And Interactive Fear Museum, right? To me, Interactive Fear Museum says, like, um, there'll be, like, displays or something. Like, if things will move yeah. or, like, you'll maybe or something's go... going to scare you. If Interactive Fear is, like, you're going to get a scare, something's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. But, mate, this thing was fucking bananas. We So, we got to the thing. It's, like, out of the way a little bit. And you walk down the back of this thing. You go down the steps. And there's, like, this, this thing. It just says... 
knock here then wait and she comes out and um she came out at first and was like oh do you, oh, have you booked do you, do you usually need to book so i was like okay i was like oh was that gonna be a bother she's like yeah usually people book and that and then you come in groups and that and she was like i'm, I'm sorry um, do you reckon you could wait three minutes i was like <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, I could do three oh, I minutes, know, mate. I don't know, love. <laughs> She's like, oh, I'm going to have to get Busy everything schedule, sorted. That. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to get everything sorted. Do you reckon um, three minutes is all right? I was like, three minutes is fine. <laughs> it's taking me longer to roll a rolly and smoke it than three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we went in, right? And it was fucking mental bananas. It was so scary. Like, I've never been so scared in my life. It was, it was awesome. When you're, like, completely deprived of the light and you have all these super loud noises and people making you jump, it's fucking bananas, mate. We had to fucking quit. Like, got to, I got to this bit. You tap out. Fucking Beans, uh, Beans tapped out. And I wasn't finishing it on my own. There was no way I was finishing no, it on my own. fair enough. Like, because it's made for, like, groups of people. Like, there's yeah. no way I was going to do it. If, I, if I'd have got through it on my own, I think I'd have ended up having an heart attack or something. <laughs> like, or just, like, <laughs> wetting myself or something. <laughs> um, but fuck me, it was cool, man. It was it was really cool and really What's scary. it called? Like, it Interactive Fear Museum? Something like that. That's what it said on the, the thing. I think it might be called Horror House. Right, okay. Um, but we literally only made it through, like, the very, the, like, the, f- the first, like, she said it's, like, one of, like, the first bits that we made it through and it was fucking beans we got basically got to this bit right where there's a little hole in the floor that you can sort of half see and this they are doing the best zombie noises like they these like gazers could be like getting jobs on the walking dead or they're better than that like yeah. they've got like the best like type <laughs> stuff right <laughs> like that like um and it is fucking awesome you can feel all this banging you can feel all this like stuff touching you and that and this like basically like this little girl like jumped out of a hole and was like screaming and like proper like like full pelt screaming Christ. and then she drops a flashlight and then you're supposed to go through the rest of the thing with a flashlight and um, then well before that sorry the torch f- the floor torch we're not American it's called a torch Gary I'll be from where I bloody well want <laughs> um Right, this floor, we used to go into this thing and it all fell down about six inches and went like, and it made a massive noise and all this steam comes out. And mm. it was just such a good jump, mate. I was, it was a really cool time. I, I enjoyed it. It was really scary, but Baines was like, look, literally, I can't do that. She was, she was, she was hung over and she was like, really, she was really, I could feel her like really holding on to me. I was like, yeah, okay, mate. I don't mind, ta- I don't mind t- throwing in the towel if you want to because I literally can't go. I can't do it on my own. It would have been a laugh with more people. Yeah. Fair. Mate, it was a fucking cool last time. <clears throat> um, other than that, we just ate loads of that, ate loads and drank loads. And I tell you what, they fucking love sushi over there. There's oh, yeah. sushi and Japanese restaurants all over the place, which is brilliant because yeah. I fucking love Japanese food. Nice. Um, it, it was they love a sushi. You can't we look, every street's got a different thing in sushi. That's cool. Yeah, it's not what you'd expect from Poland, is it? No. But that's pretty cool. Cheap booze. I mean, I don't really know what I would expect from Poland. I've got no expectations at all. But. No. Polish sausage, that's lot, the thing, isn't it? A lot, like lot of pork, a lot of pork, a lot of cabbage served with everything. <laughs> right. Um, a lot of sauerkraut uh, type stuff. Bit of just cabbage in general, oh, pickled right. or with a dish. There's always going to be a bit of cabbage knocking about. You can you can put your bottom dollar. <laughs> um, other than that, no, it was no, it was all right. It was not much to speak of. We just had a great time. One day we got really really drunk. Oh, actually, I tell you what, did one time the the drunkest day that I, <laughs> the drunkest day that was, <laughs> right? We went we were going, went to the supermarket. Yeah, 
and I was like already half cut. And then um, we've we've paid for our beers and we're going up. And there's a geezer in front of me. I've I've clocked him a, a couple of minutes ago because he was just he was like drunkenly roaming around looking for the beer he wanted. And then he queued up and paid for his beer. And he before he got out of the supermarket, he'd already clacked the, cracked the 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 tin. He's like, <laughs> and he was drinking it, walking out of the supermarket. Yeah. <clears throat> but like as he's walking up the stairs. He starts playing. Um, I can hear Meta- another Metallica thing, right? I can just—it's Metallica. Like they, this whole trip was sort of like there was an air of Metallica over it. He was walking <laughs> nice. up the stairs, and um, it just starts. I can hear battery starting. He's like playing battery like on a loudspeaker on his phone and fucking like singing it. So then I was like, I was just started sort of singing it with him. <laughs> we had a good, I had a little connection with this. Like, I mean, I don't think he was homeless. I just think he was a, a drunken, lovely sort of jolly man. <laughs> And you're in bonded. Yeah, me, I mean, in bonded. He, nice. he asked. He said, "Are you from Poland?" I said, "No, uh, from England." And he asked me my name. I gave him my real name. I, I, after it, I wish I'd. I wish I, you know, could think on. Made something uh, cool up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Max Power. Or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> but no, it was cool. It's good. Yeah, so I bonded with the geezer, and uh, he really liked Metallica. So it was nice. nice. Just you met a, a Polish heaviest. He was. He was a true heaviest. He didn't even know it, but he was. He was. Speaking of international heaviests... Yeah. Oh, Gary, you are so professional. Mate, mate we're not good. Mate. We're not good. I've, <laughs> no, I've completely ruined You've it. You've just fucking snapped, snapped my ankle. I've completely ruined it by <laughs> telegraphing how much I've done it, but, but no, it was fucking got, good, wasn't it? Look, it's early days, mate. We've got to, we've got to be... Uh, <laughs> 18 be, episodes. Uh, we can't keep saying this as early days, son. Mate, sub-100's no early days. wearing out, mate. Sub-100's <laughs> early days. Yeah. Sorry, go on. Well, you've got to... Talk about our international, uh, our, our international, international friends reach. of the show. Yeah, sorry, there's been quite a rambling, <laughs> rambling intro <laughs> bit. We've not got into, got into any meat yet, but like this uh, week, I just wanted to say, uh, fucking, thank you so much to all the dudes that have hit me up. Honestly, in the last like the last few episodes, I've been hit up by so many, so many homies, so many heaviests out there, Gary. Fuck yeah, they have. They have they have heeded our call and they are they're all over it and I fucking I just really really appreciate all you guys downloading it we we yeah, you know awesome. this is a new thing me and Gary we're not professional people I mean you might not be able to tell to be honest <laughs> I'm professional in in some capacities but not in this one <laughs> yeah <laughs> like um you know we're not we this is still really new for us we're only a couple of months in we you know um so it's just amazing to hear that people are really enjoying our recommendations and fucking listening to the jams and reaching out and Loving it, yeah, dude. It's so exciting. much, it's um, exciting. It's fucking cool. And also, I was—I've uh, sort of got. I'm not really been looking too much at the old analytics until recently, and I uh, just ex- just want to just pretty uh, pretty stoked on the amount of dudes we've got, sort of from all over the place. We've got uh, homies in Canada. We've got a large amount in the US, which I didn't think That's would cool. be a thing, right? I'm quite surprised by that because we're we're very English. <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, we are. We're rather English, um, and it, we've got you know a large amount of dudes in uh, like it's only actually 54% of our dudes that are United Kingdom listeners. Um, 34 of them are US, and then two two percent in Germany, mate. Yes, mate. Fuck yeah, Germany. Germany. And then the rest is coming down. One of my favourites. There's someone listening out there in Vietnam, aren't there? Yeah, mate. That's fucking rad. Vietnam, we seize you. <laughs> Old tight. Sweden. Old tight. Japan, 1.12%, mate. Yes, Australia. Mate. Um, 
it's been fucking. It rad. might just be one person who does a lot of travelling, but big up yourself if, if that's you. Yeah, if it's you, you've really padded <laughs> our yeah. padded our numbers out, and we're fucking elated. Um, yeah, mate, I just really, really stoked. I wanted to zoom. I was gonna maybe like zoom into an area, but I've really fucked it right up. <laughs> that's fine. That's uh, fine. Which is yeah, it's just really cool to get some to get some love, get some feedback yeah. from people digging, pe- people putting putting up what we're p- uh, picking up what we're putting down. It's very yeah, cool. Man. I could say right, Grand Rapids. Grand Rapids, Michigan, Arcesia. Thank you, dude. <laughs> Old tight. Old tight. If that's you, Absolute send us a little Jesus. message. Say what up. If that's you from Grand Rapids, I can see you, mate. You are a badass, and I love you. Uh, where else? Let's go over Rockford. Ro- Rockford's in Illinois. Illinois I know yeah. that just because we're cool guys. <laughs> you know? We, we know. know we, we relate to you, we our audience. Right. Um, Let's stop doing this. This is really like self-indulgent. All right, it is. All right, yeah, let's move more. on. Let's move one on. One more. One more, right? Span away, Washington. I seize you. Respect. Big up yourself. Big up yourself. Right. Sorry about that. Right. Let's stop this bullshit. Right. Let's let's get let's, let's do get it. On with the show. Let's get going on some fucking sick jams. Let's we've talk a, about. We've got to run through this. Oh mate, I've got to fucking shuffle through all my pages because oh, we're all. Fuck, oh, Gary's God. probably written a book again. Oh, I really have, as always. <laughs> So the first thing we are going to talk about is Azusa. Azusa are a four-piece progressive metal hardcore band from a few different places. Uh, they feature the drummer David Hausvik and guitarist Christopher Espavol of Norwegian metal band Extol. Uh, they feature Liam Wilson, formerly of the Dillinger Escape Plan, uh, on bass, and German singer, who well, she lives in German, but Germany, but I think she's a got of Greek descent. Of Greek descent. Uh, she's the singer of a folk pop band called Sea and Air. Her name is... Elena Zephrodou. I really hope I you said her name right. Up. Don't worry. Oh man, there's some fucking pronunciation going on in this band, mate. Jesus. Uh, they came together random. Apparently, I read a little thing online. They kind of came together randomly as Liam sent a message to the guys from Extel, just being like, "You guys are fucking sick. I am a big fan of your music." Oh really? And then from that, they kind of started trading demos. That's sick. And then once Dillinger split up, they were like, "Fuck it, let's do it. Let's make a record." Hell yeah! And they were like, "We want to try and find like the most." unconventional vocal for this band that well, we can and I think they nailed it they fucking nailed they it they went right? to uh, a lady from a German folk band was it sorry was yeah. it German yeah. yeah folk pop fuck yes and she, oh, she's and she awesome. is nailing it you wouldn't think mate you would not think she's fucking awesome she's never done this before or well, she must have right well yeah well, she, she, this can't be her first crack at like, metal and screaming because it's, it's too good it's too good <laughs> um, the, fa- the band that kind of most spring to mind when listening to Azusa are Rolo Tomasi. I don't know if you know listen to much I've Rolo really Tomasi. I've with them that much and I know um, I really should have because everyone's been like th- that album has been all over the place this year yeah. and I still haven't done it. I it's, it is, it is a really sick album. It's um, it's very cool. But the thing Azusa have got a bit more they're a bit more metal yeah. than Rolo Tomasi. Rolo Tomasi kind of started off as a proper crazy mathcore band. Like yeah. with all those synths they were like a, you know around the time when Horse the Band were a big oh, thing. Oh, yes. Nintendo Core was yes. the thing. Uh, that's kind of where Rolo Tomasi originated, but, you know, their, their music sounds nothing like that now. They've come on leaps and bounds. Fuck yeah. But, um, but yeah, fucking, that's good. They're kind of the closest thing I could think of to an associated band, but it's really hard to come up with bands that sound like Azusa because their music is so yeah, unique. That's it, mate. They're, they are, they're another one of these just genre scrolling badasses yeah. that we, you, like you can't put a label on them. Like when you said like prog metal, that's probably as good as you that's can get. That's about as close as it gets. Because yeah. it goes so many places that. It's I mean, in your head, if someone said to you, right, so it's the bassist from Dillinger Escape Plan, and then two guitarists from a like a 
like a black metal or like a death metal band, you think, oh, okay, I can kind of imagine what that is. That ain't, that's not what they sound like at all, nah. is it? You try and you try and imagine that, you got no chance because mm-hmm. it's just fucking crazy. It's got so much going on. It's also like the the every song's got so many like twists and turns. Yeah, like the rhythmical shifts in it all the time are just incredible. And they do that. In, they do that so well. Like they you, really do. You always say about like that was one of the sort of the hardest things in songwriting, right? When you yeah. like, sort of personally when you do do bits and bobs, it's like transitioning between those periods. And these guys are just fucking just flows. Everything flows into itself. Like it's just. It's just all liquid, and it's so many different sounds and styles coming through. But they're sort of, it's sort of strung together by her sort of ethereal voice that she goes between. Yeah. She goes between like really beautiful high screams, um, to also like yeah, like sort of ethereal, almost poppy, uh, sort of Mate, sort of melodic. She's got a really savage scream, but then when yeah. she wants to, she can sing like uh, Bjork or like fucking Florence from yeah. Florence and the Machine, like. Her voice is incredible. I just don't know how she came up with some of these melodies as well. They're so quirky and off kilter. Yeah. Really clever. Really well put together. Yeah, that's that's it. It's got like um like so many songs, right? So uh the whole like metal thing in there, I don't think it's overly metal all it's, the time, right? No. But what it is, it's the it's the gallops. The they they sort of punctuate the whole album, like the the like the gallops. They're like yeah. these thrashy gallops, and you sort of find them in most of the songs. Yeah, there's but, like a section of every song. There's kind of a section that goes all out metal. Strips back. Yeah, but it's generally it's it's all kind of built around her, isn't it? For the yeah. most part. I don't. I think because obviously they come together. The three of them come together, and then she was the last part of the puzzle. But she's clearly they've just been like, you know what, fucking hell, because she, she's got such good melodies and got such a belting scream, and she's fucking metal as fuck when she wants to be. And it just comes together in an incredible way. Yeah, it, I fucking absolutely love this album. I think it is. Um, it's something for people. If you, I mean, it's hard. To, yeah, like you say, it's hard to say for fans of, but for fans of interesting music in general like things that if you want to be surprised or enjoy like a, if you don't want to know where a song is heading you know if you yeah. want to just go into things blind it's it's a beautiful album for that um i love uh spellbinder's a fucking great Mate, track spellbinder is fucking awesome it's, i think that's my favorite song on the record is it it's so rad it got I absolutely love it it's got a lot of the um the like the pure like metal vibes uh, there's like a bit where she's singing like really softly over blast beats in that song that's fucking yeah. awesome <laughs> like really gentle falsetto voice over blast beats <laughs> It sounds so sick. It's crazy, isn't it? You just wouldn't expect it at all, but it, it's There's awesome. There's a moment like that in another album that we're going to talk about. Well, I was going to say, the blast beats come in at an, an old time and later. Uh, that's sort of the theme today. It's like these just genre-bending yeah. madness. I would say that about a lot of it. Apart from Joy. Joy's straight, straight up fucking on the nose. <laughs> badass. But uh, yeah, mate. Um, uh, Program to Distress is a fucking banger as well. Um, it's... Uh, it's like got this sort of shoegaze, dreamy sort of vibe, like a nice sort of like slow, dancey number. But then it sort of still has the um, the sprawling sort of like freeform drums behind it, um, and like the sort of what he does is so, he does so many awesome things like in inside of the songs. Like he's not afraid to like where it's like this beautiful like melodic shoegazy vibe. Like I said, and then he'll just put a slow double pedal in there behind it. Yeah, like, he he doesn't give a fuck. He, they <laughs> they are dropping like elements of different music on top of things that you never think you'd hear and it's just lovely 
like uh, yeah in that song where that where that like little double pedal comes in behind like such a soft track it's just like oh oh it's like a little it's like scratching an itch you never knew you had you know yeah man it's um i really like the track fine lines as well fine lines is fucking awesome yes um it's like the singing the vocal is like the really the drive the main driver of that song and it's beautiful and the hook on a chorus is like the sort you just get jammed in your head all day long. Be there all day. There's a lot of those on this album, though. I have to fucking get that shit out with a scalpel. <laughs> <laughs> Too true, man. <laughs> Mate, this album is kind of like it's kind of like trying to hold on to a bar of soap. Yes, the, that is it. That is know, it. That is a musical a, bar of soap. It's yeah. impossible to keep keep hold of it, but it's a fun game to play anyway. You don't yeah. mind. Yeah, like one of them snake things. Yeah, remember they used <laughs> to keep it. going. That's it. Yeah, it's like full of water. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it. It's just like one of those. <laughs> Um, Eternal Echo is fucking amazing. It's got like this, this uh, rad sort of thrashy gallop section in there, like, and that's sort of quite frequent throughout a lot of those things. Um, I think my favourite track though is uh, Distant Call. Um, it's got this weird sort of spacey stance, spacey solo in it. Yeah. That uh, really just took me, and I was like, oh, this is just another one of those sounds that this album has it's just not done like it, that that album that song's like later in the album and it just comes out of nowhere like it's it's not done with you you know it's got it's still got more to give yeah man it's it, there's no filler on the album at all it's all all killer um and another thing Some is 41 ha- <laughs> oh, sorry oh yeah old tight, old, old tight Derek Wibley <laughs> that's his name isn't it yeah I think so <laughs> bless up yeah is he still married to Avril Lavigne bless up Avril no in Oh no, she's married to she's Chad married Kroger, to Chad Kroger Yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. She was married to him at one point. Yeah. Was she? Yeah. Were they just going out? I no, she was married to him at one was point. Was that that was like some sort of that was some sort of just, uh, fucking publicity stunt? Probably was. Well, it? <laughs> we all know that she's a fucking clone anyway. So she's all the publicity a, stunt. They do reckon she's a clone. Yeah, she's a clone, mate. She died and they cloned her. Oh, Gary, I didn't have you down for one of those lunatics. <laughs> <laughs> I had a geezer at She's me. a old, lizard person. Geezer at me old work. He used to always. He loved a bit of the old clone theory. Um, he used to always go on about Eminem as, as well. They reckon Eminem is on is high on the old clone probability list. Yeah. Uh, Britney Spears. She's another one. You reckon? Mm, she fucking came out and released a song that the chorus was "I'm a clone, I'm a clone." It was the original ver- the the original Britney Spears. Try to like try to out the fact that they cloned her because she wouldn't play ball with the record company. What? <laughs> Mate, you have to look into it. That you is have to look into it. We could do a podcast on that one day, could we? Yeah, if you want, maybe. Clones with Gary and something. I mean, I know about it because I heard about it on a podcast, but okay. you know, that's why. <laughs> it's Rip <laughs> Moth, who gives yeah. a shit? Oh, don't worry about it. Oh, I just said really fart. I apologise. Oh, God. Hopefully it didn't pick it up on the microphone. I don't think it would. You'll pick it up on your nose in a minute. Though, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> You'll see when I'm streaming. <laughs> anyway. Right, let's get back to this album, right? Heavy Yoke. I forgot to tell you the name of it. I just realised. The album is called Heavy Yoke. The album's Yoke. called Heavy Yoke. Right. Um... One thing that I really, really appreciate about these dudes is that all the song, the songs sort of flow into each other really well. Yeah. Like they, sometimes it, there's a few tracks in there that you don't feel that there's a difference between the tracks. I had to look and think, oh, that did start there. Like I like, had to keep, keep flicking back, which is really fucking cool. But they do that on a lot of the songs apart from the last track. The last track, they just sort of it just sort of finishes nice and quick. It's like fuck mm. off, <laughs> which is quite nice actually. It just keeps you, you know, just keeps really, you on your toes. It's really you can't cool, rest. yeah, because it starts at such crazy with Interstellar Islands at the beginning, straight in like, and this fucking is so like tightly packed. It's like they've 
taken an album that should be an hour long and just squeezed it into 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking awesome. I, I, I think this album is so sick. I've been yeah. listening to it loads. I'm really into it. I, think I just it really love fucks. her voice. I just think it's so cool to hear music that's like technical and math- mathy like that that I love, but with a really nice melody, like a really catchy melodies over the top of it like that. Yeah, it's man. fucking great. It is amazing. I can't stress to enough, like, dudes, check it out. Check it the fuck out. Heaviest. Get out it. there. Get out there, Make dudes. It, put it in your ears. It's, yeah. fuck it. it's a good fucking time. The album is called Heavy Yoke, and it is by a band called Azusa. Boom. Sweet. Right, let's move on to right. something a bit different. Fucking hell, Quite Gary. Quite a bit different. All right, boys and boys, girls. Boys and girls. Put your fucking... Pull your socks up, yeah, because this is about to get pretty fucking tasty. The next band we're going to talk about are a band called Joy. Joy are a four-piece black and hardcore band from Raleigh in North Carolina. Uh, no Light Below, I believe, is Joy's first full-length record. And it's a follow-up to the 2016's EP of Nothing. Uh, me and Sonny listened to Of Nothing quite a while back, and we were fucking psyched about how sick it was. Yeah. Uh, and then, for some reason, we completely yeah. fucking we have to miss the fact that the album came yeah. out. Up front, up front, homies, I've got to apologise to you. Me and Gary, we, we dropped the fucking ball on this one. We were we were excited about it. We listened to the EP. We knew there was an album coming, and we just completely forgot about <laughs> it. So this this album has been going unworshipped for a couple of months now, wasn't it? Yeah. How, when, when did it actually come um, out? Yeah, I want to say like September. September, yeah. yeah. Fucking absolutely sleep slipped round us. Yeah, we fucked up big style. But fuck me, when when I had it, did it just it just crept up inside it's me like a warm kitten? <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking savage. This album. Um, Joy are kind of part of the scene that we've talked about quite a lot this year, aren't they? Um, bands coming out of America in the wake of Code Orange releasing Forever and just releasing fucking savagely good hardcore, hardcore albums. Hardcore and big um, old AOS. Albums like Arizona, um, Only Self by Jesus Peace and then like Sounds Are Lost by Orthodox are all kind of, if you dug those albums that we talked about, then you're going to be all over this record. Oh, this is dirt. This is like, really um, this is... Oh, I just, it's yeah, you, the way you, you, um, cause we, we'd listened to it a bit ago and then forgot about it. And Gary was like, fuck me, son. We forgot about this album. Joy is out. He linked it to me. And he, first thing you said was, it's like nails with more riffs. Yeah. That's what he said to me. Well, that's it. Well, they, they uh, use a lot my of table. blast beats, don't they? A lot <laughs> of blast beats. Yeah. They, they do, mate. They do. I think you're totally right. But that, that. That description, the nails with more riffs, just got me so fucking excited. <laughs> and I'm in a situation now at work where I can't listen to jams all day. Like I can every now and then I can sneak in a bit of jams. And as soon as you, you said about it to me, I just went into the toilet and played played the song on loudspeaker in the phone. That's what my else life came is. in the toilet. They must have thought you were fucking mental. There's only a couple of us in the office. I don't oh, know. No one's coming in. Oh, I know I'm in then. there. It's all right. Oh, okay. So just like one room. It's not a. a like a bathroom I'm not situation. like sh- um, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, okay I t- I'll go in the cubicle <laughs> shut yourself in yeah and put on some fucking music that's what I do <laughs> you fucking lunatic <laughs> um, yeah they they do really lean on the blackened part of black and hardcore don't they like oh. they, they've got a lot of really fast blasting and really fast riffing going on in there it's such a good but time but then when they want to stomp they've Fucking stump a motto in your they ass. Do. They do. They can. They can pivot, mate. They can pivot into these big, fucking, huge, stompy moments that are given more weight because of like the just the, the pure assault that's been going on. Like, because you just 
you just appreciate the 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 ch- the changes so hard, and they yeah. they really know how to do that Which, well. You know, nails do that, but nails you get you won't get that riff until you've got four songs in, and then it'll no. then they'll switch you up with a riff. Like, don't I fucking love nails? Like, yeah, this, yeah. I don't want people to think I'm saying I don't like nails because that would be bonkers. That would be nails insane. Are insane. But like these guys, they just they just do a bit more of what I want yeah. than nails do. Like they just throw in the stompy riffs that I, I'm just all about. Yeah, man. Also, it's big beu- up, it's, big sorry. up Sean from Slipknot, who does a guest appearance on the beer keg. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he does, but I love that like <laughs> ping, ping noise that they use in there. It's fucking rad. Fuck yes, yeah, mate. It's absolutely beautiful. Uh, the title track, No Light Below, fucking absolutely tears. It's a massive banger. It goes like there's this beautiful section in it where it goes from like this really evil sort of deathy riff, and it just bounds into this relentless fucking stop stompy sort of chug for the rest of the tune and it ends so big it's just uh it's beautiful man these guys have just nailed exactly how to sound evil they really have if there's anything we do love you know especially with pinhead presiding over us and uh the violator we love evil evil we love it we we love love. evil disgusting hardcore it's like blackened grind almost isn't it it's 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 quite grindy it's banging on it's banging on the doors of grind it's i'd say it's there but it's also got this nice hardcore element in it it's the it's just the best of both worlds i've been thinking about this album and i think the way to describe it is that um it's basically this is evil dim sum this album (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like it's these perfect little tiny you know most songs are sitting around these two minute um two minute bre- two minute uh sort of marks two minutes sometimes it goes up to four minutes i think for maybe two tracks yeah there's only one but or two that are long generally they dip around that minute and they're just perfect beautiful little bites of brutality with uh blood for dipping sauce mate <laughs> it's got everything you want there they do they cover all the bases in these beautiful small little doses and because it's so small and it's so continuous you can eat that shit all night dude i could i could listen to this album four times through and not get bored of it because yeah. it just comes and goes and fucking does me in so true i a few times I've just put it back on again when I got to the end. Yeah. Because it's exactly like, it's, I think it lasts about 28 minutes. It's, Which is fucking awesome. It's so short, but it's fucking and there's, awesome. And you know, there's, there must be 10 tracks in there. Yeah, Something yeah, like yeah there is 10 tracks. I fucking love the song Past the World. Yes. Um, it's so like, the speed of it, it's just so breakneck. And then it's got that that cool solo in it as well, rips. It's got a bit of a Kerry King about it. Yeah, man. Fucking seriously cool. And then that song like flows straight into the next song, which is called uh, Along the Edge. Which is just like four four stomp, and that's the one that's got the uh, the Slipknot beer keg noise in it, <laughs> which I lo- I'm a big fan of. I love it. <laughs> it's brilliant. They've just um, they've just uploaded some sick merch actually. They've yeah, got, uh, I did they've see. They've got this hat. I really want that joy oh, hat. I like the yellow like long sleeve. The yellow long sleeve. I was really going to say cool. is fucking very cool. Uh, they've got some lovely merch. Joy have honestly. Please go out and support Joy. They are <laughs> fucking killing support it joy. so hard. Please. The band if, and the, the the emotion. Yeah, <laughs> support Joy if uh, you wish. One thing I also wanted to bring up was the last track. I wanted to talk about that. Yes, the yes, fact that yes. the last track is like a a bluesy acoustic song. And it's like really melancholy. Yeah. And it's fucking cool. It's, it's amazing. You know, like, I feel like cult leaders should listen to this and take note. Dude, you are totally fucking right. right? You are 100% because right. Because that's I, that exactly what they've done. Well. They've done a fucking blisteringly awesome, really crazy heavy hardcore album. Yeah. And then they've just thrown in this song at the end. It's just yeah. nothing like any else of it. And you're like, whoa, that's really cool. Yeah. If that was like the cult leader album and two Ackleys with the last track like that, you'd be like, holy shit. Yeah. That is rad. 
Like that's, it's just done perfectly. This isn't tried to um, put in and assimilate with the rest of their sound as well. It's just on the end. And what the the album sort of finishes before that, the track that the track that is before that song basically finishes the album. It has a very sort of al- end of album yeah. finish. It sort of wraps up. You can hear it in the music. It has a little fade out, and it's just that you can tell that that point is there. And then it just starts. And this is just like an addendum, you know. It's just yeah. like a little. Oh, yeah, this exactly. is like the little. Like, oh, do you, do you fancy a bit of tea <laughs> after your din dins? Do you want a cup of coffee? You I mean, you're like. Oh fuck me! That was, and then this like, is a cu- this is a cup like, of coffee. Here's a soothing bit of aloe vera to to yeah. to rejuvenate you after you've, you've just blown your balls. You've just sat listening down. to our crazy heavy record. Yeah, you've sat down. You've had a fucking beautiful, bountiful feast of this evil dim sum, and then this is just a little nice bit of jasmine tea at the end before you go on. You <laughs> I was going to say a bit of sorbet. <laughs> you know, and a moose bouche of of any kind. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, fuck me. This record is rad. It is really cool. Like honestly, um, yeah, like we say. If you anything, um, if you like that leech, I feel like this is sort of like if leeched and nails had a little baby. Mm. Um, if you enjoyed that leech release that we talked about this year, you'd enjoy it. Um, if you just enjoy any fucking really heavy shit, if you like it heavy, if you love it heavy and you love it fast, then you could do a lot worse than fucking bung this up your ears, mate. It is a stormer. The other thing you know you said about merch, they did a candle. They did have a candle. The No Light Below <laughs> candle. That was very cool. That is very good. It's very cool. Old yeah, time man. joy. Check it out. It's fucking good shit. Yeah, man. Right then. Let's let's get into this. Right. This, let's get into the, this, the the hype, brutal hype news train. Yeah, the the uh, the brutal news and the hype train have both accidentally gone in the same uh, transporter, like in the fly, and they've come out, <laughs> and they're, they're sort of melded together. And they're mushed up. <laughs> they're all mashed right up. Right, so the first piece of news, the first thing we want to get hyped about is the new Justice for the Damned. Oh, fuck. Oh, hell. yeah, baby. Justice for the Damned are fucking back. They've released a new single. It's called No Brother, No Friend. It's the first single off an upcoming release due in 2019, uh, and it's produced by Metal Timberland himself, Will Putney. Boom! Oh, yeah, and it is fucking sick. Oh, it's disgusting, isn't it's it? It's so good. Every time I listen to it, I love it a little bit more than the time before. It's such a treat, mate. I love it. It opens like straight up black metal. Yeah. So cool. Real, like, real deafy, but then, like, they'll just give you the riffs you want straight away. Justice for the Damn, the previous release, um, was Drag just, through the dirt, mate. just oh, disgusting. What it was, an album! It was, it was probably like it would be in my, my, I reckon it would be both mine and Gary's top five from 2017. Oh, Easy. yeah, it Easy. was, it was in mine. I mean, mine it was my a, second, it after was beautiful. My favorite, well, you'll, you'll hear about my favorite later, anyway. No, 2017, <laughs> yeah. We're doing that. Oh, shit, yeah. No, but you'll hear about my favourite. Oh, all right. Don't worry about it. We'll get there. Don't Just worry. Just ignore that. Anyway, right? It was fucking phenomenal. So this, these are big players in the scene. Like, everybody loves them. Everybody I knows they're, it. They're not really, it, though, but they should They should definitely nah. be. They're, like, they're pretty niche, really. Like, little Australian. They're probably quite big in Australia. But, like, generally, I think this is going to be the album that puts them over the top, though. This is going to be... I can't wait to hear it. If this first song is anything to go by, this album's going to fucking kill. Yeah, this is important, I think, because you know, the whole sort of... Um, the whole hardcore... Like, a lot of black and hardcore has been coming out, you know? Like, there's been a lot of it, and a lot of it since they put that album out. And they are sort of the forefront of those that genre, I would say, and I think you'd probably I, agree. I, that I in probably terms would of say that they are the best. Yeah, they're not the forefront of it at all, no, but they, they, no, I, no. in my opinion, they're the best. So, yeah. At the forefront in terms of fucking being Stand of the being standard, the of, it, standard yeah. of music, like that that album is phenomenal. Um, Drag through dirt is, it's just awesome. It's such a such a disgusting evil time. Um, 
So the, sick. Can, you we know, pause the, can we pause the podcast and listen to it? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I've got somewhere to walk to later. Yeah. I'll put it on on the way, mate. Yeah, don't punch By the time anyone. I get there, I'll punch someone in the face. <laughs> and it's my work Christmas party that I walk You'll into. Walk so in. that's going to go down You're well. You're just going to walk in and nut someone straight away. <laughs> kick my boss in the head. No, I'm not, not going to do that. <laughs> You're a nice boy. But yeah. It mate, was, it's, it's an important release. I think what I say, like, is there's a lot of stuff coming, a lot of stuff coming out, a lot of rad shit sort of propping up around that. That that scene is so rad and so, so many good bands coming out in that that, like, this is big. Like, this is, for me, I feel like this is on the, the sort of like the varials scale. Like, I yeah. feel like they're like Australian varials in my head. You know, yeah. on that yeah, sort okay. of you know you think of the black and hardcore and then the regular old hardcore I put them both at the top of the piles of, of awesome and like this is yeah I'm excited mate this could be a really special release I'd, really really sorry. I really hope they pulled through and fucking nail it because there's been yeah like I say a lot of bands popped up playing that sort of shit black metal has been touching all that the light can see as you know we've talked about <laughs> uh, in a yeah. lot of a lot of um, a lot of podcasts that a lot of stuff has sort of had a black metal twinge yeah and, and we like I it we like it as a season in we yeah. don't. We don't want to have a whole meal of it, but we like it. Exactly, as a for I sure. like it as a seasoning. I like the the operatics it brings, the the grandeur it yeah, adds. You know, the drama. Yeah, there's plenty of drama in this song as well. It's very cool. Yeah, it's fucking cool. Yeah, man, can't fucking wait for that. Um, no the, brother, no friend. That is. Yeah, that's the, that's the, the single they've dropped. There's a video for it as well. Yeah, go and put it in your ear holes. Pop it up. Uh, the next band that we want to talk about that are coming back, which is. Very exciting! It's O Sleeper. O Sleeper, O Sleeper have come back, mate. Boom. They've reformed with the full lineup. Uh, it's fucking awesome. It's been eight years since they released Children of Fire. It's been eight years. Eight years. Fucking hell. Um, Micah Kennard has been doing his um, his other band Vile Ones with guys from Scarlet. That's fucking rad. We'll hear about that next week. I tell you. <laughs> um, and Shane Blay has obviously been fronting as are they dying as a uh, woven, woven war. war. <laughs> so. But it's really fucking cool for those guys to be back and be doing O Sleeper. And the song is fucking really cool too. It's it called big, isn't it? uh, it's called Decimation and Burial. And it's got a bit of a death coriness about Bruv. it. Isn't it? It's fucking the heavy. The death core is there, like um so it's been a while since I listened to O Sleeper and I yeah. know this made you go back on a bit yeah. of an O Sleeper train and you sort of fell back in love with them. Yeah, definitely. So you've been listening to them. But um just first time I listen to this song, there's a vocal at the, at the at the beginning of the track, and he goes from like a low into like a. He's got this big stretched out vocal that hits you for about ten seconds, and, and I'm like, good. oh my god, I forgot how much I fucking love this guy's voice. Yeah, his voice me. is so good. He's like he's like a metalcore Josh Scogin, isn't he? He is. He's his voice is fucking incredible. He's got the, like the way he hits that mid, like the middle of the play, like the. <laughs> like, he, could, he hits that like like and so perfectly for so long like he he just knows exactly how to work his voice and this guy not he just knows how to fuck man this guy oh i'm i'm excited like and yeah he's, he's like kind of in charge of this song as well isn't he? he's kind of in charge of the song because it's uh quite a bit heavier yeah it's got a bit of quite a big step up on it and um, there's not that much i mean there is a melodic vocal part in there as well it's not quite a chorus but there is like a kind of bridgy bit that's melodic yeah. but it is it's all out it's fucking heavy all fucking signs point to that release being a slammer yeah I mean again there's no like there's no word on when you're actually going to get a release but they're back with solid state and if you listen to the song it sounds like it swirls into something else at the end yeah which makes you think it's not like a one off that's like been taken from an album so you'll be getting an out we'll be getting an album pretty soon I reckon yeah 
Um, so yeah, keep your fucking eyes peeled on that bad boy. Yeah, that's O Sleeper. The song is Decimation and Burial. Decimation and Burial. Which, come on, mate. Come <laughs> on, mate. That's up our street, isn't that's it? That's fucking metal. Decimation and Burial. <laughs> Even what if they a are, fucking return song. I'm pretty sure they're a Christian band, but still, that's what. Ah, you're cool. allowed to be, mate. That's fine, mate. The, the, the music's sick, who the cares? The Bible's some of the most dopest, brutalist ass shit that's going. It's pretty metal. <laughs> the Bible is metal as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, man. Next band that we're getting really excited about, at least I'm really excited about this one, is Moonteeth. Oh, yeah. So, Moonteeth released a little documentary about their new album. Uh, The new album is called Crux, and it's due for release in early 2019. Uh, The really exciting thing about this from the documentary is the fact that the record is produced by Machine. Uh, Machine is kind of a really big deal in in the heavy music industry. He's produced album, he produced Gut Phenomenon. And he also produced Sacrament by Lamb of God. Oh. And also working as, as co-producer on the record is Mark Morton, who's the guitarist of Lamb of God. So, so that hell. is fucking really cool to have those guys on board with, with Moontooth. I love Sacrament by yeah, Lamb man, of God. Yeah, man, I know you do. I know you do, and oh. I love Gutter Phenomenon. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the guys talk about the record as well. You you, you kind of get a little, few little snippets of songs, but there's no, they're all instrumental. You don't get to hear any of what the, a lot of what's yes. going on in the yeah, vocal. Yeah. Which I, I, that band, they just blow my mind. Like the guitarist, the drummer, the bassist, and the singer, all spot fucking the on. Sp- they're all spot amazing. The fuck on. Um, it's like a super group that isn't a super group. It is, yeah. It's, like, it's, like, it's odd that a band could be that good without it actually being a super group. <laughs> it's odd. It's outstanding. Like, oh, wow. How do they all just meet? How do you find other people that talented to be know. in a band with? It just makes, upsets me. Like Most bands, sort of, it's like one talented person and four people hanging on yeah. to them. It's like but some like sort they're of just a, a power. Like a musical Weapon X program. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, but yeah, anyway, they in the in the documentary, they... Um, talk about the new record and they're saying it's got a bit of a darker vibe than the last one Which? I mean the last one is it's quite like it's quite sinister but also it's really it's quite it's playful it's got a lot of fun and quite playful. upbeat and yeah. it's quite fun it leans into like sort of bluesy stuff but it takes the sort of the funner lighter tones in yeah. there so Mate, I mean I, that Chroma you, Paragon is one of I think is one of my all time favourite albums it's beautiful it's fucking I've been, amazing been, I've been becoming reacquainted with it over the last week um, because I've just been so excited about that it's never far from my ears man like, I listen to it all the time I remember the first time um, I don't know if if any of you haven't heard Moontooth um, and are interested if you uh, like we said with Azusa like, if you just like interesting music yeah. that you don't expect things to come out of um Listen to the fucking song Igneous by Moontooth, right? And listen to the first fucking t- like twenty seconds or whatever it is, because it's a while. Just like w- look at the, listen to the song and think. I think the vocals that come in are going to be like this, <laughs> and then wait till what actual vocals come in. And if you've still got, <laughs> you know, room in your penis left for blood after it, <laughs> then you're a better man than I. Then fair play to you. It's just you're dead inside. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking adore this band. I can't wait to hear this new yeah, record. Yeah, this is going to be a big one for us. I'm so reckon. excited about it. It's going it. to be a tentpole 2019 release for the heavy. It really is, and I'm going to have a tempo in my trousers <laughs> when I listen to it. <laughs> Fuck yeah. So, I mean, unfortunately, they haven't actually released like a whole single or anything yet, so no, we've got nothing to listen to. It's but just the promised of awesome. There is a pedigree out the wazoo, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. So, expect to hear a lot more of me bleating on about how amazing Moon Too Far in 2019. <laughs> um, another band that have released some new shit that we're very excited about is The Last 10 Seconds of Life. Yes. Uh, the Last 10 Seconds of Life are fucking so sick. Um, their last album 
the violent sound was a bit different to what they'd done previously. They kind of lent a bit on a a bit more of a Marilyn Manson influence. It had a, some more kind of melodic sort of feel. I'm like losing my words. What am I doing? Um, but then they re- a little while ago they released a new single. Well, it was a standalone single. I don't know if it's actually on the album called The Impossible Product. And right. it was fucking stupidly heavy. Especially the end. Like, the breakdown at the end of it was outrageous. But now they've announced that they've got a new album coming out uh, in the early part. It's actually coming out on the 11th of January. Uh, the album is called Machina Non Grata. And they released the first single from the album. The single is called Psychophrenia. And it's bonkers heavy. Very, very excited it by is, the prospect of this album having heard this single. I wouldn't really. I was kind of after the violent sound. I wasn't. I wouldn't say I was off the last ten seconds of life. I still love the Soulless Hymns, the album before it. But oh, I'm sorry. If that, <laughs> see, I told you, didn't I? I wasn't joking. Shit. Fuck me. Well, I don't know what happened. I don't know if anyone heard that on the pod then. But I, some through some sort of weird. Uh, thing, <laughs> the noises from my laptop came through the fucking come through the our <laughs> headphones like this. I told you, really, I wasn't really joking fucking earlier. loud. Yeah, no, you're right. My mistake. <laughs> my mistake. I don't know how that's happened. That's weird. No, it's odd. It's straight. Anyway, we, we don't know. We forces are at are at you know uh, at play here. Pinheads here and the violet. We've got you know two different very major ranking generals in Hell's Army, sort of here. So anything could be happening. Yeah. <laughs> or you just should have put the fucking thing on mute. Why <laughs> well, is way. it coming back through then? I don't know. It's exactly. weird, actually. It's paranormal. It is weird. It is weird because it's not plugged in that way around. I thought earlier anyway, when I heard it and you didn't. Let's I get back on task, man. Let's get back on task. Uh, the last 10 seconds of life. This new sing- the single, Psychophrenia, is stupidly good. It's big. It's, it's really, really fucking, fucking heavy. Big. It's so heavy. The last breakdown feels like standing at the bottom of an of an avalanche as it falls on you. That was what the noise was. Was you texted to get no, a beer? That wasn't the noise. The noise was you a noti- notification from Spotify. It was from the laptop, not oh. the phone. <laughs> I thought it was the sound of your phone because you text for a beer. <laughs> Amazing. Good work, mate. Good work. Got a well-trained. Yes. Anyway. Yeah, man. Get excited about the last 10 seconds of life. That album, we'll, we'll, I reckon we'll be talking about that album because I reckon it's going to It's going to be big and dirty, blow mate. Blow there's, there's, um, there's parts in that song where the, the, uh, the scratch... Sorry, like the the scratchy high guitar tone like cuts through you. It's like yeah, the whammy the whammy sound. It is purposefully like obtuse. It, it is, is obnoxious yeah. to listen to it. Like it really, really throws you off. It's you know, and I love that. I love people being overtly abrasive yes. for the fucking sake of it. We're all about that over yeah. here at the heaviest. <laughs> That's our favourite thing. That's up that we love that. That's up there with oxygen. We for like me. people people trying to hurt us with their music. <laughs> <laughs> musical sadism yeah man get excited about that we'll um we'll definitely be reviewing that record because that's gonna be fucking rad we will we will um the last the last band we want to talk about for the hype train is um it's a band called kill Kill. they're quite new they're quite new newer band some new boys um to be honest like band names don't really get better than kill don't they and you've got to have balls the size of boulders to call your band that Bearing yeah. in mind how difficult it is to find them on like online. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking, you type "kill" into Spotify. It's a fucking nightmare. It's absolutely mind So when you look for this song, please type in "kill domestic silence" straight. Like just just type yeah, it. Just that'll draw. That'll that, bring you to it because you'll find it. Because otherwise, if you just search "kill," you'll be scrolling through like a fucking mug. 
Akil were a five-piece metallic hardcore band from a place called Muscle Shoals in Alabama. Weird name for a place, but that's, that's where they're from. Dope-ass um, name. And yeah, like you say, they've dropped a new single called Domestic Silence, which is fucking cool. It's like a call to arms against abusers around the world. It yes. absolutely rips. It's got uh, it's got this de- it's got this Dexter energy to it, you know. It's got this Dexter ass fucking dark vigilante. Oh, okay. I, I was like, like what? <laughs> I assume Dexter like the TV show. Yeah, yeah. I was what a bit you? like, who the fuck's Dexter? <laughs> I'm really confused. <laughs> anyway, um, it also features Zach from Left Behind on guest vocals, which is very cool. Which is fucking amazing, <laughs> mate. There's a bit in it where he does this vocal that's like, oh, 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 like he's like a hardcore Santa Claus. <laughs> And it's, it's fucking, fucking so, so cool. cool dude. And I absolutely love the bit where it like sort of breaks down. He's like, rapist, abusers, I'm coming for your head. And he goes, rip your set, motherfuckers. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love it's it. It's fucking brilliant. It's I street level energy. hardcore. Yeah. Really fucking cool. It's big, ballsy. It's like black and street level hardcore, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And then, and then at the end, he gets into this separate kind of section where he has a, a really cool like melodic scream going on. Yeah. Like the last like minute, maybe even 30 seconds. It's very different to the rest of the song but it sounds amazing it is fucking really cool I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about this this EP we're going to cover it when it comes out yeah. it's really cool man it's it's in this in that sort of space that we just love like I mean you don't need to try very hard to get me to listen to a band called Kill <laughs> <laughs> and you especially don't you don't have to try hard at all to get me to listen to anything with Zach from Left Behind on and fuck my life was it cool I, I really enjoyed it it's, it's big it's chunky it's heavy it's uh you know it's got this yeah like i say it's got this like dark vigilante vibe to the lyrics which i'm all about mate i love dexter yeah. i fucking love him it's and a big one this is like dexter in audio format this fucking <laughs> track it's fucking great yeah like you say they've got an ep coming out uh, in the early part of next year uh, they've just signed to we are triumphant which is yeah. a very cool record label a lot of cool bands signed to those as well so oh, yeah boys uh dead um, awake are on that label they I think, are aren't you're they? right along with a bunch of other really sick bands. couple of other couple of other bad asses but um yeah like you say, look up "Kill Domestic Silence" on Spotify and then hit the follow button because then do it. Then you'll get all their new shit as it comes out, and they're really fucking sick. Do it. Hell yeah! Um, other stuff in the news we've got to talk about is a uh, Vane doing a UK tour. Yes, 2019. Thank you. Um, very excited. What they're doing nine shows yeah. in February. Uh, including Southampton, which we already have tickets to. We've got tickets Because we're to, very, very excited. Right, we were excited because, so right, it, they announced this tour and uh, the south, the southern dates were, I think there was Bristol and Brighton. Yeah. Uh, and then, so me and Gary, Gary had well, no, set the Well, no, because the Green Door store posted the fact that they were playing yes. in Brighton early, like two weeks before they announced the tour, by yeah. accident, I think. So Gary, got, we got really excited. It came out like fucking hell, vain, like one of our favourite things. Is just just get announced down the door. So he set a nice little alarm to do get the tickets I on the day. He was organised. I was. I knew the venue forgot. was small, so I didn't want to miss out. So clicks on it on the day. They said the tickets were going to be on sale at that point, and there was no tickets to be found. There was nothing to be found. The gig seemingly had been scrubbed from the world. And we were distraught. <laughs> we were in a pit of hell. We thought, well, how could such a thing happen to us? You know, this thing was a, a lovely, beautiful light in our I lives. Something, something to look forward to in 2019 yeah. was was taken from us. <laughs> but then, but then, with the other hand, it was given back because there was a Southampton date, which yeah, is close to the Brighton. Closer Woo-hoo! to us. <laughs> and then, yeah, it came out about a week later or a few days later, was it? What happened? Do you remember? It was a week after. Week. A fucking they announced week. it. Because they just, I think the Green Door store just 
got a bit ahead of themselves yeah. announcing it. I said that to Jason Ewekins, the old promoter. He said every now and then the promoters get right ahead of themselves and just think they're Billy Big Bollocks. And fucking, a, they want that exclusive. Bit. I mean, if I had if I had booked Vane, I'd be excited about telling people as well, to be fair. Yeah. But yeah, we're going to be going to that, so get your asses down to the Vane shows. Yes, see them. Very uh, exciting. Higher power is supporting them. I'm a little bit bummed that they're not bringing any any other US people, to be honest. I don't know if maybe they don't have... Maybe because of their size and because of their unique um, yeah. u- unique position They at probably the just can't afford it, really. Like, cause no, playing... they don't need to... like. They don't need to afford well, it. No, though, because they? They just, cause the show's be fucking... going to bring a certain amount of people... And if they don't think that they can bring enough people to pay for everyone to come over, then then not. Well, which is where they're wrong because the fucking the, the venues, the gig venues, are already getting upgraded. Like it's they are massive. Their 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 album was one of the most like influential albums this year, and they've just gone for all these tiny little venues. Which yeah, but is annoying. that's I think they've done that on purpose because their live show is becoming a thing of infamy. You watch videos of them online, like and they just played in crazy tiny venues, and it's bonkers. So I think I'd rather be able to see them in a bonkers venue like that than see him somewhere big where it's a bit sparse and awkward. true 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 yeah you know like yeah, when we saw code orange at, uh, at the wedgwood rooms i would have that, that would have been cool. that was fucking rad but it would have been if the venue was smaller it would have just been more frenetic and it would just be more exciting i like the fact that i could stand there at the back and sip my beer <laughs> but yeah we're old fucks so there, is, old there is that as well <laughs> there is that but um yeah anyway i've got i got another pretty crazy piece of uh Oh, you've got mate. another bit. Well, I've got a couple more bits, mate. I'm not done. Mate, I'm you not done at all, mate. Fucking around today. I've had a you? fucking good old, good old week on the news. So, someone is selling a fragment of dead skull. Uh, Gary, have you done a me? <laughs> have I done a you? You've done a me. Something that's not even related to heavy music dead, to fill it out. Dead, dead was the original frontman of Mayhem, who were like the band that invented black metal. Oh, fuck off! Sorry. Yeah? So I he, thought you meant just he somebody. killed himself. So I have recently discovered a new podcast called Disgrace Land, which is a it's like a true crime which, music podcast. Which you got into because of the advert inside of the Wolverine podcast Indeed. that we both listen to, which is Indeed. fantastic. Which is also very cool. Shout but out, if anybody loves fucking Marvel, loves anything, if you like Wolverine, it's hard not to like Wolverine. Yeah. But there's this podcast called The Long Night. It's an audio uh, book, basically. It's an yeah. audio play. It's very and cool. it's fucking fantastic. It is really stellar work. It's, it's very beautiful. cool. It's really, really, really good. I listen to the whole thing. I listen to one episode and then I listen to the whole thing back to back. And they're about half hour, 40 minutes of pop. Um, the, it was amazing. Sorry. Yeah, go, 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 anyway, go so just on Disgrace Land, they did an episode about Mayhem and they tell the story of how, so Dead was the original front man of Mayhem and he killed himself in a really, really dramatic way. He cut his wrists and then his throat and then he blew his brains out. And have you ha- got the energy to do that? Oh, it's pretty the, impressive. Imagine, after, imagine the amount of blood. Both of those. So he was then discovered by his housemate, who was also a member of Dead, uh, a member of Mayhem, sorry, uh, Euronymous. And instead of phoning the police, the first thing Euronymous did was go to the shop and buy a camera and take a load of photos. Which they used Which as they the used in the front cover of one of their albums, right? Yeah. The picture of Dead's dead yeah. body. But also, he collected fragments of Dead's skull that had blown up when he shot himself in the head. And one of them has found its way onto the internet and someone's selling it. Fucking hell. What's uh, it? I'm going to look it up right now. It's on for three and a half thousand dollars. That's not even very much. That's not, quite, that's not really that much. Let's buy a bit of mayhem, a bit of Dead's brain. It's fucking crazy. But I was like, because obviously I listened to the episode and I was like really interested in what was going on. And then I spotted this bit, this news story. I was like, bloody hell. You can see if it's actually been sold. You can try and find the, the listing for it yeah, on I'm eBay. Yeah, I'm going to try and find it. Uh... <laughs> I mean, it can't be because 
I mean, I've just looked up an autographed Mayhem uh, Death Crush vinyl went for four thousand eight hundred. So a bit of his skull's got to go for fucking more than three grand, mate. <laughs> well, that was <laughs> a bit of his actual I'm just, skull. I'm just telling you what it said in the story, mate. <laughs> that was what it said. Three and a half grand is what it was being valued at. All right. Well, it but must anyway. be a bit more because we'll, we'll we'll find it. And That's also, brilliant. okay, so I've got one last bit of news. Done? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll come back to it. Come on, keep going. Um, Be so professional. <laughs> there's, they've given a release date to the Motley Crue movie. Oh. So Netflix have, have made a Motley Crue movie, a biopic called The Dirt, about Motley Crue. Who's in it? Who's in it? It's Do coming you know? out on March the 22nd. Um, it's got Machine Gun Kelly playing Tommy Lee. Oh, fucking hell. Uh, a guy called Ewan Rion, who was uh, Ramsey Bolton in Game of Thrones. He's playing Mick Mars. A uh, guy I've never heard of called Douglas Booth. He's playing Nicky Six, And then a guy called Daniel Webber, who was Lee Harvey Oswald in the um, in 11-22-63. Did you watch that? No, I didn't. Oh, that was, was cool. Good? James Franco. Um, it's a it's a Stephen King novel. Uh, it's a, yeah. a James Franco. They discover a, a portal, they discover to, a portal back he, to, yeah, back yeah. to the past. And, he's, and he just, his mate who shows him it says like, Use this portal. We, I think that you could completely change the landscape of the world if you stopped JFK from being assassinated. So the the program is about how he tries to like follow the tracks to work out how to stop JFK getting assassinated. Uh, it's a oh, very cool program. But sorry, this guy yeah. was in it. He played Lee Harvey Oswald. In when the you said that, I was like, leave a, I was like Lincoln. That's Jay. That's uh, John Wilkes Booth, isn't it? Yeah, they've got, also, they <laughs> love. I tell you what, people with three names love shooting presidents, <laughs> don't they? <laughs> Apparently so, but um. Yeah, so he's playing Vince Neil. Cool. Uh, supposedly, it's going to be really gritty, raunchy, and quite accurate. Look, is this is this perked up because you keep listening to Planet Rock? Yeah. You're all into Motley Crue now. I'm not, <laughs> no, necessarily, I'm not necessarily into Motley Crue, but I really think that the program, the really, I'm really looking forward to watching the film. I think it's going to be good. I really like a music biopic anyway. Yeah. Like, I'm a big fan of them, and I want to see one that's like about... Like a, a metal, like a glam rock metal band. Yeah, definitely. Be really mate. cool. I'm, I'm keen. It'll be a laugh. I mean, there'll be if there if it's as close to the truth as is possible, then it it's got it's got to be fucking bananas. Well, right? apparently sort of Vince Neil has seen it and he said that it's amazing. But I mean, if someone made a movie about your life, you'd probably think it was amazing. Oh, anyway. that's really even good. if it was, even if it was rubbish, even if it was like claymation. Yeah. Last like thirty seconds, I'd be like, that is amazing. That's genius. <laughs> Give that man an Oscar. But anyway. <laughs> I think I'm really looking forward to seeing it. And Good. it's on Netflix, so it's not like it's going to take any effort to no, watch, is it? No, it won't do. No. So yeah, get excited about that. All right, sick. Cool. Right. So next record we're going to talk Fucking about. Fucking rad. Okay, we've got a couple of things left. We've got three things left, actually. Fucking yeah, man. We're Bro. going for it. What's the time? It's I'm going to be late to my party. We're an hour and 12 in. Fuck. Fuck, boys. All right, let's run through this. Let's get her done, right? Okay, I am going to say that the next thing we're going to talk about is Of Grace and Hatred. Oh, yes. Of uh, Grace of Hatred. Uh, they're a four-piece screamo, hardcore rock and roll band from Bergen in Norway. Uh, they play this really crazy sort of combination of music which mixes old-school screamo. I'm thinking like Hot Cross and Code and Armada, bands like that. Yeah. With like rock and roll, kind of like the sort of things like Cavell Attack or uh, Baroness kind of do. Yeah. But they play everything at a thousand miles an hour. That's it, mate. It's <laughs> Big energy. Uh, on their Facebook, they describe themselves as Samurai Corps, whatever the fuck that is. Well, they uh, move at the speed of a samurai. But I t- <laughs> you're I thinking really ninjas. I don't think samurais are particularly fast. You're thinking Oi, ninjas. Oi, mate, you try to swipe a sword at a samurai, you see what happens, all right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, come, you come swinging at a samurai, you see what happens. 
<laughs> the other thing they describe themselves as is sectarian punk. Uh, I googled the word sectarian and it means belonging to a sect. But when I read it, I read it as saying secretarian punk. And I thought it was a, a joke because there's horses on the front cover. Uh, it was like a secretariat oh, okay. joke. About <laughs> I was wrong. I was very wrong. They've got a song called Sea Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> All of named after famous racehorses. <laughs> Red rum. Sugar. Sugar. <laughs> name another horse. There's only three I'm horses. Done. I'm done. I can't War think of horse. What's War horse. horse's name? Black Beauty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Black Beauty's a good one. I've run out of horses. I fucking hate horses. I'm ter- I've got a massive phobia of horses. I'm terrified yeah. of yeah, I remember you saying about that. Yeah. One day I'll have to get freak you up on a horse, mate. Gary. Nah, freak me out. When we do the it. Dark Rider TV show, I don't want to go I'll near have to get bastards. you on that. T- I have to get you up on that horse. No, no when way. When we do the, the Dark Rider TV show, we do a tour of um, tour of Texas. We've got you up there. <laughs> a tour of Texas. Yeah. No thanks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, of Grace and Hatred have released their first full-length album. It's called Toxic Vows, and it's very cool. Like this band are really new and young, and I don't even know how. I kind of come across them they've not got a lot of followers on instagram or anything like that like they're they're pretty they're pretty unknown but um they recorded this album with one of their members of turbo negro i'm not really a big fan of turbo negro but they're one of the biggest sort of bands from norway in our kind of scene that i can think of that aren't a black metal death metal band yeah and and also you can kind of hear a bit of their sound in it because it's they're all of the Turbo Negro's music is quite sort of scuzzy, lo-fi, quite like raucous. yeah. And there's quite a lot of that about this record too. Definitely. It's very exciting. I'll um, be honest, I think that I think the recording of the album is the only thing that hurts this album. I, it's just got like a bit of a, a kind of of live sound, doesn't it? Like mm-hmm. It sounds like a live record, live room recording. I think it's quite... It, it works with the record because it's so like... Fast and frenetic and crazy. It's such got it's got like such a fast punky energy to it. It's so full of beans, isn't it? It's like it's like as close. It's so fast. It's such fast punk. It's like it's like not grindcore, but it's nearly there. But it's the opposite (laughs) way. It doesn't sound anything like that because it's 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 quite rocky, isn't it? it? But it's just rock played really quick. It's very very fast. Like it's like the rock. It's like um, it's like fucking like the Bronx on speed. Yeah, it? it really is. It's it's like it's hard to describe it. I've I've put the the album's like it's it's like a hot ball of snakes to be honest. <laughs> right. It's like there's all these different sounds and energies and things going everywhere constantly. It's fucking it's fucking awesome. The 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 sheer like songwriting prowess or like what they're reaching for inside of these songs, whether or not they nail it every time, is something to fucking be really excited about. Like mm. their their like their prowess, yeah, in general, they're fucking. They know what sounds good. They they know what's there. Yeah. They um I think I I did str- I struggle with it slightly sometimes in the recording. Um the basically the the vocals sound like they're fucking they're cool, right? But they also sound like seven people. Yeah, but that's that's kind of the screamo part of it. Like that was always a real hallmark of the old screamo sound, the original screamo sound. I know, but it sound it's it's enough to give you headaches sometimes. I think there's there's certain points in the tracks and the albums where it comes down and it's a little bit more refined. And it fucking really goes. Like at those points, it goes amazing. I think the recording on the vocals, like if it wasn't as mental as that, I would be. It's an. It's just a nicer experience in general. Like this is an I, album I, that you I, can I, enjoy. I don't agree. I think that the vocals work perfectly with what they're doing. I think it sounds really sick. I like the it, way that they've done it. I just don't like it all I the think time. It's got that. Re- it's just got a really cool. I just can't really pick out energetic. lyrics. Energetic. Well, yeah, fair point. I can't. I couldn't. 
argue with that. <laughs> I can't really pick out lyrics, but I'm not too bothered about lyrics generally. Like I know you are a lot more than I am. I just love the energy of it, mate. It's just it, fucking. No, I do really like it. And it I, doesn't stop for a breath at any point. Like every song just like, flies straight into the next song. It's it's nuts. I actually I love that. I think um that it, it's they're they're very very technically proficient. Fucking like mm. demonic courtesy, mate. That uh, it's got this crazy groove in the guitar. It's like almost like reminiscent of like some sort of like swan core sort of vibe in there. Yeah. You know that like yeah. Uh, there's a lot of those kind of like like really beautiful intricate lead like, parts. I don't want to feel like I'm down on it. I just want to say like the only thing that sort of winds me up about the album as a whole is that I think that it could be. It's it's fucking great. Let's just talk about for why it's great for a bit, and then I'll say at the end because otherwise it sounds like I'm coming right down on it. But I'm not. I, I do think it's really good. It's like got a lot of like fast sort of rocky, punky, almost got like an every time I die vibe in there. It's like, yeah, it's yeah, like you said, it's like it's like faster versions of like Cavell Attack, Bronx, Every Time I Die, like all put into one little pot. Yeah, you sort of punk and roll, but yeah. with a screamo tinge. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, there's a song on it, sorry, Metal Breakdown. Yeah, Metal Breakdown is fucking brilliant, isn't it? Metal Breakdown, it's fucking The song awesome. title is fucking brilliant it's for a, a start. It's a great song. <laughs> <laughs> song title, sorry. But uh, it, out of nowhere, this like sick piano part comes in. Yeah. It just just uh, t- took me off guard. It's like, oh. And I wouldn't be job. surprised if the drummer like caught fire playing that song. <laughs> He's just absolutely fucking killing it. Yeah. Like a freight train on, on acid. Or speed or something else, I don't know. He's fucking mental. It's awesome. Yeah, he's off his tits. It's fucking it is cool, man. It's a good ass time. This whole way through, it's like a it's a lot of high energy. I tell you what, this what it needs that sort of what I was sort of getting around to saying is that like it's not something so we were driving back from holiday, right? Mm. And I banged it on in the car and she was a bit tired and I could see her getting visually agitated by it. <laughs> but in if you sat down, if you if you had a few dudes over, couple of beers in, three beers in, this would be the best thing to listen to because <laughs> it's just so much energy. This yeah. is good. You could bang this on at a house party, bang this on at like a couple of beers in, and you'll be having the best fucking. I time, bet their mate. live show is like an absolute yeah. party. It's not something you can suffer on like a hangover in the morning, but yeah, no. But we don't often talk about the sort of music for hangovers, though, do we? No, we don't. It's not really our vibe. <laughs> <laughs> but three hours, like three beers in, this is your fucking best mate. I think maybe maybe I might have sub- like subliminally agreed with you on the vocals because my favourite song is Demonic Courtesy because it's got a chorus on it. Like, it's got that, like, catchy, yeah. screamed, you know, like, pitched, screamed yeah. chorus, which is, like, another, a different element that they throw in and it sounds really cool. And it's when they come into songs like that, that really fucking is perfect. That mm. is, like, puts it above the rest of the album. Yeah. And it really elevates it. I, like just when they're a little bit more refined what all I want to say really is that like I think this is fucking great it shows so much promise from like a, such a small band it's a really interesting awesome time but like the next album record it somewhere differently a little bit more money in it tweak them vocals slightly and you fucking you've got you've got money mate money you got money, you got money UF money also I've got to say every time I listen to this record I get caught out by that like second to last song that's got a minute silence on the end of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Every time. I think, oh, it's done. Oh, no, there's another song after that. Yeah. <laughs> Every time it catches me out. It is weird. It keeps you off, it keeps you off guard, doesn't it? Yeah, man. All in all, Toxic, toxic Vows is just an energetic burst of creativity. Yeah. Uh, a band that have got a bright future ahead of themselves. If you dig punky, fucking fast rock, then it's going to yeah, kick your, your ass. ass. All over this shizzle. 
Righty ho. Oh yeah. Right. right. The time has come for us to discuss something of true beauty. Of true genre sprawling beauty. Things that last week the hand record, right? That was a late bloomer for me. That was a last minute fucking Jesus Christ. This has gone straight up my top list of lovely items this year. <laughs> and fuck me, it's happened again because Jesus Christ, about a week and a half ago, a band called Zapruda put out a self-titled album and it fucks harder than <laughs> fucking Bruce Banner. <laughs> it is bonkers, mate. Zapruda so, so are a five-piece mathcore slash noise rock from a place called Poitiers. In France, they have described their music as post-thing. Uh, I'm not really sure what that means, but I describe it as a really aggressive take on noise rock with jazz elements and loads of riffs. Uh, their record, yeah, like as you say, is self-titled. It's their third release. came out on November the 23rd. Um, I'm pretty sure they're named after Abraham Zabruder, who shot the famous footage of the assassination of President Kennedy. Yes, It's weird how that's come up twice in one episode. Yes, and I'm glad that you looked that up, because I did look that up, but I forgot to write it down. (laughs) And I'm glad that you mentioned that. (laughs) Yeah, it's quite strange. So the film, they refer to the film as the the Zabruda film. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's where they get the name from. Um, And this album is fucking bonkers. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. (laughs) It's such a good time. Yeah. When you sent it to me... You didn't preface it enough. I wasn't ready. I don't know if you did it on purpose because you knew that I would love it that much. I mm. don't know if you just went, "Yeah, mate, I'm just oh, this has come out today." And you <laughs> sent me over like all casually, but fucking hell, this thing, dude, it's just got, it's got all these beautiful noise rocky fucking punky vibes, like bluesy fucking, it's everything. It's it's all loads of different things all it's, in one. It is proper nuts. I I think I. On the first time you listen to it, it might give you a headache, but it'll grow quick, grow on you quicker than Alpha Morgan's beard. Read <laughs> <laughs> that joke, sorry. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, the first track, I I left my appendix in NYC, which is they've got some fucking great song titles in this album. But it comes out and it sounds like a fucking big band song, Dude, doesn't it? It comes like out a swing band. It's like fucking a, cool, like a swing band fronted by fucking. Um, Dallas from fucking Maylene. It comes out whiskey-soaked swing band style. <laughs> it is crazy. That, yeah. that vocal of that first track is so Maylene. And that's a way to get into my trousers. <laughs> 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 that's a ticket to my pants. <laughs> I really like as well they do these weird backing vocals, don't they, that are like high kind of... Yeah, they don't p- give a fuck. No. They I mean, put like these like poppy... Like, Little fucking like backing high vocals over it, and they do not care. They whatsoever. really don't give a shit, mate. It's like it's like that Ken Road album, and like the Chariot, and fucking like Dillinger all had a little baby, innit? Yeah, but it's got a real like vaudevillian kind of feel to the whole thing as well. Like I can imagine that going to see this band live, and they'd emerge behind from a like a set of velvet curtains before they started <laughs> playing. Like they got, and I can imagine they all dress like. 1920s gents and have monocles like there's something about their sound there is yeah. all is it's all a bit sort of theater yeah it's very cool and they're having fun with it they have a lot of fun with this record oh yeah like we they said really at the do. top of the show that this album that all these albums are just hella fun that they're, they're a lot of fun and this might be the most fun this might be the most fun you can possibly have. possibly um what was i gonna say i've lost my place oh, it's, oh i was gonna say like i'm a, i'm describing it as being like theatrical 
but it's still bloody heavy as well. Oh, it's it's heavy. It's they got still balls. Do heavy shit. Those big heavy balls are swinging round. You fucking watch your head, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the second track, Tongue Twister. It's got like loads of really fucking massive riffs and it's quite Dillinger actually it gets yeah. quite a, like a Dillinger escape plan about it which is very cool they def- they change a lot on the sound sort of song to song even there's so much going on it's such a beauty there's also a shining star in uh, in Sapruda goes by the name of Clement Beauvon the uh the saxophone player oh yeah who is actually like a full time member of the band that plays saxophone and clarinet sick. which yes. is fucking great <sighs> I love the fact that there's like a hardcore mathcore Noise rock bad with a full time sax player. That's amazing. If you've listened to the rest of the episodes this year, then you'll know full well that yep. me and Gary love nothing more than just whacking a bit of sax. 2018 has been the year of the sax for sure. 2018 has been ruled by additional saxophones. <laughs> it's been beautiful. It's very exciting. And this, this sits in the music so well. Where they are, um, like they've got, you know, this. He's a full-time member. I feel like it, it works in, in in a more organic sense, and it, it pops up more places than you you think it would. Yeah. It's, oh, it's phenomenal. Um, you know, I was saying a bit earlier. You were saying about that that bit in the Azusa song where she comes in with the high vocals and then mm. it comes in the blast. Well, um, there's a bit in uh, so fly me to the ceiling sorry i'm skipping ahead a little bit here but it, it flows but um fly me to the ceiling is the last song on the album and it's fucking brilliant i think it's my favorite track um it starts out with this sort of like chaotic like hardcore vibe and which is really awesome and then it goes into this section where the blasts and the sax start at the same time and it's just <laughs> so amazing it's like it's like Christmas, mate. It's Christmas. <laughs> like, it, it, there's just no other way to describe yeah. it. It's just so much. It's just everything we want, you know. Like, um, oh, it's just amazing. There's not like a huge amount of vocals on it, but it's just such a triumphant fucking like canvas. That song is. Uh, I think it's beautiful. Uh, yeah, it's, it's so it's, it's just mental, but it's so fun. I think my favourite song's Leave in Montreal. My favourite song is also that. This is fucking awesome. It's got the best sax in it. It sounds like something out of the soundtrack to L.A. Noir. Mm-hmm. Um, I think mean, the guy, the vocalist. I think the guy, the vocalist is really influenced by Mike Patton. It's a very, he's got a, he's got a real faith no more kind of mm-hmm. Mike Patton style that he comes out with. But he also does a really good Elvis impression in the verses of that song. <laughs> That's how the verses. So the verses of the song. The song starts out. It's fucking awesome, right? The song starts out. This is this is a great formula for a song. Song starts out with a fucking bit of sexy, sexy saxophone. So, you know, your shoes and socks are already off at that point. And then he comes in with a fucking little Elvis vibe, like rocking this sweet Elvis verse. And the vocals on the chorus of Leaving Montreal just take a completely different turn. And they, they're these awesome, awesome sort of uh, heavy scream. It's not a scream, is it? It's um, it's just heavy gravel, like yeah. heavy gravelly bluesy fucking just raucous, raucous time. It's uh, it's beautiful. That song is, that song is a fucking treat, mate. Uh, it's a treat that I don't deserve as a human being. <laughs> I'm not a good not enough person. I don't it. think not even ready that. for it, mate. Um, I tried to come up with like a for fans of. It was a bit tricky. The only band I could really think of was um, look what I did. Was a really fucking awesome like bonkers mathy punk band uh-huh. uh, but then I think that's because look what I did are really heavily influenced by Faith No More and these guys are clearly very heavily influenced by Faith No More too 
but there's just something about like there's a the melody on the song "Back in Town" just really sounds like something that Barry Barry Donegan from Look What I Did would do. Cool. And something about his style, I I really think you dig Look What I Did. I yeah. I reckon one day I'm gonna chuck a record by them into in for a cult classic. Yeah, just to get me. I really in, think, I really think you'd be into it. I need it. that. I need that. I think you'd be you'd enjoy it. Um, I think I also really love the track "Piss Soaked." Piss soaked. Cool, piss soaked. To <laughs> start, I refer you cool. to my notes where it just says in full capitals, "piss soaked" is a fucking banger. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, there's a bit in there where it's like starts sounding like a Brazilian carnival. Yeah. Piss soaked, where it's like, it's like <laughs> whistles, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, man. It's so fucking crazy. This That's whole like fucking album, like trumpets coming, don't they? Yeah. Like, oh, this whole album is so crazy, but it's amazing. It can be like chaotic hardcore. It can go to like bluesy fucking like mathy shit, and then it can just it can just chop and change yeah. all over the place, and it's always a good fucking time. I think it's like sleeper hit of the year. This one, it's just it's nuts. late in the game, and it's really fucked. It really fucked me up. <laughs> I tell you what, <laughs> yeah. this and Han have really thrown my um my list for the year right off. Which is a fucking nightmare. You thought you'd finished it. Off. We're gonna do. I'd we're gonna do a top albums of the year episode next yes. episode. Next episode is gonna be like our top favorite things. I'm gonna do my ten. Gary's gonna do his ten. We're gonna present it in a format that hopefully isn't too fucking boring or stale. And, uh, <laughs> Fingers crossed. It'll be nice because yeah. it, it means that we get to just listen. We're not looking for new stuff next week. We're just just enjoying just the great albums around. that came out this year. Oh, yeah. It's gonna be great. I'm gonna swim it, and it might actually might be a little bit later just so we can really nail that down. Mm. It's gonna be. It's going to be great. It's got to be this year, though. Can't do it next year. But yeah, um, Leaving Montreal is a fucking triumph of a song. There's a bit in it where he goes, Oh, mama! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, there is. (laughs) Oh, mama! And God damn it, this guy. Ah, it's just a good fucking time. If you like a good time, fucking listen to it. Then get this album in your ear holes. Zapruder. Z-A-P-R-U-D-E-R. It's a self-titled album. You'll see it on Spotify. It should come up. Uh, it's got like, it's all red and there's a couple of fishes knocking about. If you look at it, the album and think, oh no, that can't be the album they're talking about because usually everything they talk about has got like dead people on it or blood or skulls <laughs> or something. No, it's that one. Honestly, it's just cut the fish. It's fucking brilliant. It's outstanding. Right, so let's do this. Top five Will Putney albums. Oh yeah, shit. Fuck yeah. All right, all right. You, you want to go so, first or shall I? So let's. Well, yeah. Well, wait, wait, wait a minute, Gary. Right, we're going to preface this because obviously, like we are, it's just been the last couple of years. It and the, the albums that me and Gary have both enjoyed has just you know happened to be that yeah. look, basically one in three albums that we fucking love <laughs> ended up being recorded by Will Putney. Like he's a, he's fucking made some of the best stuff for the last couple of years. He really has. And um, we, so we thought it would be just a fun little section to see what our uh, our, our favourite top five Will Putney's is because I mean it mu- we must have covered fucking ten albums by him this year, right? Yeah, we have. We definitely you know? have. <laughs> but yeah, man, I just this is our of all times. Oh yeah, of his back catalogue of everything that he's produced. Yeah. Um. So do I, I'll go first then. I'll do my list first. All right. All right. All right. So my my f- number five on my list is. Hate by Thy Art Is Murder. That album, I mean, it doesn't really need any explaining, does it? It's just savagely heavy. Probably the best deathcore album ever. Yeah. Uh, and the, the production job on it is ridiculous. It just sounds so heavy. You've never heard anything like it before in your life. The drums sound perfect. The vocals just cut through incredibly. Yeah. 
it's a it's a banger, mate. It's a it's one of those bangers. It's just top. It's top draw. They they haven't beaten it yet. No, like, you know they they haven't. No, they haven't. This they haven't. They've put up fucking bangers, but they oh, yeah. still two albums down. They've not beaten it. No, um, my number four is um, is Singularity by Northlane. Uh, this uh, this record to me was the precursor to what architects sound like now. Um, I haven't really checked the timeline out, but I think that's true. Okay. Architects heard this album. And like, Gary, oh, if you yeah. think it, it's probably true. Yeah, I, I respect right. you. And the production job on it is again just absolutely fucking bonkers. It's so thick, like the guitar tones just blend together with all the extra electronic elements that he throws in, and it just sounds incredible. And also, again, the drums sound momentous. Although that is definitely a large factor is Nick Peterson, who's a drummer of Northlane, who's insanely good at drums. So that helps. But yeah, that's my number four. Yeah. Number three is Coma Witch <laughs> by the Acacia Strain. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, my favourite Acacia Strain album, Wormwood, wasn't recorded by Will Putney. It was recorded by Zeus, Zeus. Uh, who Zeus. is also another amazing produ- another amazing producer. And we oh. could probably do a top five Zeus records yeah. at some point. Zeus too. is doing something really interesting. I can't remember what it is, but one of the new albums that we were really going to like is coming through Zeus. Yeah. And, oh, I was fucking doing my nut in that. I can't remember what it is right now. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Coma Witch is fucking amazing anyway. The low end on the record is out isn't like on another fucking planet. It's a dirty so bastard. fucking heavy. Uh and I think that it's appropriate that the Acacia Strain released a song called The Brown Noise because if there was ever a band that was gonna find a brown noise, it is the Acacia Strain. <laughs> and I think they might come close to it on this record. Uh and also massive shout out to the song Holy Walls of the Vatican, which is one of the best Acacia Strain album uh, best best strain songs ever. It's, it's, I fucking love it. The, the On Your Knees Worship the Beast beat down is, is next level. It's fucking beautiful, mate. It's a, oh, it's a stellar album. I'm, I was, well, it's, I seen mine as well. So well, I'll, I'll just tag it up now. It, keep no, it, keep it. Go, yeah. go on. I'll just tag it up. No, fuck it. No, go on. Keep going for yours. It's sorry, cool. sorry, sorry. Okay, my, my number two is, um, it's the most, it's a bit of a, bit of a sneaky one. It's, um, it's Laugh Tracks, Not Loose. Had to be in there, I think. It's in the last, in it's like one of my favourite records of the twenty teens. It's fucking brilliant. He really managed to capture like Brian Garris's rage in the recording, which is incredible. And I hope that they go back to him for for album two. Yeah, I don't think that they could really go anywhere else. No, it would be silly to. They need to go back to it would be for silly. album two, and I'm really excited to hear that. Uh, but my number one is Low Teens by Every Time I Die. <laughs> of course it is. Of you know what I was saying earlier about my favourite albums of 2017? Like Low Teens was my favourite yeah. album of 2017. Fuck yes. Um, I mean, I think the, apparently they were originally supposed to record this album at God City with Kurt Ballou. But they couldn't make the schedules line up. But they recorded um, from Parts Unknown with Kurt Ballou. And that really worked on that album because that album is really like frantic hardcore. But I don't I think that it. this album would have would have worked quite as well recorded in yeah. that same way because it's much more of a sort of dirty southern it's quite a lot more metal than they've ever done before yeah. on low teens um but yes yeah, fucking awesome and the production job on it is amazing that's a strong so yeah that's uh, that's my top five will putney album i respect all of those gary strong as fuck right so we'll do mine we'll yeah, do man. my five z's yeah let's have it let's have it okay now I'll be honest. I should have done it in a top five position, and I'm going to have to now. Mine for wasn't that. really in a top five. Mine was like yeah. the best one, and then four others. Yeah, well, ours ours share a lot of uh, of crossover. To be fair, um, I got 
uh, Coma Witch by uh, Case of Strain, like you said. Yeah. Um, I've got a special affinity for that album because um, the opening track, um, the opening track on that album is called fucking, what's it called? Human Disaster, yeah. right? Human Disaster. And uh, the lyrics to that, when I when I heard them for the first time, it was... It was amazing. It was like literally my favourite thing that happened <laughs> that that fucking year. Right, so you get home, the new Acacia Strain album comes out. Yeah. And the opening track, it comes with this big savage beatdown as you'd always expect. But the opening lyric was rest in piss. Rest in piss, man. Yeah. It was rest <laughs> in piss, right? And I didn't realise it was rest in piss for a little bit. I thought it was rest in peace. And then when I realised it was rest in piss, I was like a fucking kid, like a kid on Christmas morning. I was so excited. <laughs> Gary, the, the new is fucking rest in piss. Yes. It's just, I actually you remember know, you doing that as well. It was so amazing. I just remembered like, the first time I heard it. And I was like, it was rest in piss. What fucking geniuses, man. <laughs> it's fucking so good, dude. Um just a big album fucking you know followed up to death is the only mortal which was a bit of a weird sort of sidestep in yeah, the uh the production of on it on it was a, just really odd wasn't it yeah in the in you know the great pantheon of acacia strain it won't it won't be won't i also be. love what's the lot the the last thing on it is the like it's basically a separate ep on its own it's like a sort of doom song isn't it yeah like <laughs> half hour long doom song. big dirty doom song very sick but yeah humans are uh sorry coma witch that's that's up there um Laugh tracks, got to have laugh tracks. I had it in the list. To be honest, we should have thought about this and done just one top Probably five a combined between us one. both. Yeah, maybe. Because like, <laughs> three of mine are in yours anyway. <laughs> it's cool. Um, yeah, knock, knock loose. What is there more to say about knock loose? No one can, there's not, you yeah. Know, we've run out of superlatives for knock loose, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, <laughs> we have. It's, it's, it's a well that's running dry before they fucking need to release some new goddamn tunes. That's got to happen in the yeah, oh, mate. Isn't it? If it doesn't happen to. within the next couple of months, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's mental. Um, the other one on there is Aerozone by Vane from this year. Nice. Because, of course, it had to be on there. Yeah, it, I didn't really have anything in there that was from this year. Like, it blew my ass out. There's a couple that would be close. It was silly big. It was... It's amazing. We'll, we'll be talking about that tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. <laughs> on the next, <laughs> next episode. Time, that'll come up. On the next episode. <laughs> we'll be covering that. It's going to be sweet. Um, the other one, Thy Art, Hate, got to be up there. Like, Hate is, like you said, right, it, it's massive. There's not much more that I can say that you, that I, that you didn't just cover. Um, it's like the biggest deathcore. It's the best fucking deathcore record this is that's a, out this there. This is the, my comeback for you ruining my jokes. What? <laughs> I've ruined your list. <laughs> yeah, you've ruined my list. You've done it. You did it back in time, though. <laughs> you've fucking back to the future me. Fuck yeah. Uh, it's great. It's a fucking banger. Like, Hate... It's got, oh my god, like... It's a gold standard the, the, for fucking heavy music. There's a mosh calls on it, like, human parasite, fuck me, that moment. Human parasite. Ridiculous. <laughs> so good. There's just so many fucking awesome moments on that on that album yeah. like that. The amount of times I've texted Jace just the words human parasite is <laughs> <laughs> <It was> amazing. <laughs> Right, what was your what's your last one? Uh The Great Collapse by Filter and Autopsy. Oh nice. Had nice. To. I didn't think about that. Had to. Yeah. His own band, his own production job. <sighs> fucking what an album. Fucking that is it. You know he's going to town as well. He's working fucking he's working Yeah, he's gonna just put for the love. That little extra level of like 
like clarity or like little polish on his own yeah, records. Yeah, yeah, of course. He he gets out the good. He gets out the good stuff. You yeah, know, they use the they use the good the good uh, good china for that <laughs> the good cables album. when they're yeah. recording that shit. They use the fucking gold, solid gold plated shit, <laughs> mate. Fucking the great collapse by Fit for an Autopsy was probably like one of our it'd be I haven't we haven't done I know we could say we sit down and do a 2017 list but we don't literally have time to no, but it would be up there stuff, it's, it's, it was amazing yeah. that album fucking ruled it was it was just such another it was another step up from Absolute Hope Absolute Hell it's a fucking absolute slammer great collapse so many big tunes on it fucking Black Mammoth all that yeah man it's a banger so good so Empty still. bloody good and the I mean, not that he even produced it, but the live, uh, the the deluxe version of that album's got the rain, rain the rain city, city yeah. recordings oh, on it. And so mate, cool. there's that vocal. I know it's not even from this album, but from flatlining from the the, the depression sessions yeah. that was they are. Oh, the he ca- recorded that as well, I'm sure. Yeah, he definitely did. Uh, if you don't know about it, there was an EP that came out, uh, must have been 2016, perhaps. Yeah, I think so. Um, called the Depression Sections. It was a, it was a split. I mean, of course, you probably know about it. I'm just telling you to suck eggs at the moment. <laughs> That's just like me going, oh, I, I don't know if you've seen the Avengers, <laughs> uh, but there was a thing, and it was, a, it was two tracks by Thy Art, uh, The Strain, and um, Fit for an Autopsy. Each did a cover, and each did a single, uh, a new track. It was no, actually, The Strain didn't do, or yeah. did they? No, they yeah, didn't. it was a single. It was a a single and a cover from each one. Yeah, that was Because it. it was... Thy Art did Do Hast. Yeah. Um, Casey Strain did Black Hole Sun. Yeah, and... Fit for an Autopsy did a Nine Inch Nail song, but now I can't for the life of me remember which one. It's a song. It doesn't, it's, doesn't well, matter. Well, go and it? look it up. It doesn't matter, does want, it? It's cool. It's fucking great. It's anyway, cool. but there's a... They, they did um, on that live... Uh, on the deluxe version of uh, The Great Collapse, even though he didn't record the deluxe version because... The deluxe version is just editions of the live versions of those songs. Yeah. But there's that vocal at the end of Flatlining, which is the song that was on that Depression Sessions, and it just fucking kicks the tits off me every time. <laughs> it comes in, and this this vocal lasts for about, like, 20 seconds, doesn't it? It's this big, dirty, like, death rattle for the song. And that is a way to wake up in the morning, let me tell you. <laughs> if you're ever just feeling a bit bad and you need something to do, put on the Rain City, the deluxe version of Fit for an Autopsy, The Great Collapse, go down to the live version of Flatlining and just put some fucking war, just uh, war war armor, that's not a thing, is it? <laughs> Battle armor, that's the one. Get out a big sword, <laughs> yeah. swing that shit around. Swing it around. Fuck yeah. yeah. That was fun, that's cool, I like that. That was fun. Yeah. I like writing it, and I like listening to loads of his albums to work out which ones I like the best. That's fine. <laughs> cool. So we got one more record to All talk right. about before we're this out, and I go to my Christmas party. Gary's going to a Christmas party. Going to go and have some free beers and eat some free foods. Yes. Fuck yeah. Um, the last thing we're going to talk about is an EP by a band called Kaunashi. Uh, Kaunashi are a five-piece emo mathcore band from Philly in Pennsylvania. A lot of uh, a lot of sick bands coming out of, out of Pennsylvania. We've spoken yeah. about before. Um, they've been like tearing it off quite a while and this is their first like proper release really that like, they've done a few like little EPs little two EPs. three tracks here and there bit bitty but this is their, their first thing why did they it's called why did you do it um, it's a new release and the band are like kind of getting bigger and bigger with every release really uh, the record itself is a concept about a fictional character called Jamie who's dealing with the trials and tribulations of high school uh, attending the fictional Lemon House High uh-huh. Uh, it's kind of about first loves, bullies, future plans, mental health, and all the other stuff that kids of that age deal with in high school. Um, and it's, yeah, how getting past that stage of your life is quite difficult. 
it's really fucking cool the way that they've chosen to tackle those sort of subjects in this in that genre kind of right in their own sort of dramatic essentially a play it's a play I, yeah, I see someone refer to it online as a math court opera <laughs> which is pretty I think it's quite accurate the way that they've chosen to kind of tackle it through these fictional characters is really cool it's so it's different I've not, not really come across a band that have done anything like that before um, probably I find it really interesting uh, a lot of the Coheed stuff is written oh, like I guess that. yeah yeah Coheed fair point Coheed is all of, it's all like it's all space opera basically yeah it's a bit more of an LSD trip though, isn't it Coheed than uh, it's not about like yeah, I don't know. They get How quite intricate like this, in their yeah. releases, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah. But you know. But yeah, it's a it's a cool idea. Um, for a start, the musical canvas is I think it's fucking brilliant. It's a lot of bouncy sort of. Yeah. Initially, like you look at them and you think, oh, it's like a bit of a, like a hardcore, but like a metalcore band. But mm. it's a lot. Yeah, like a lot. Sorry, hardcore band. But there's a lot more sort of like metalcore comes through in this, doesn't? Yeah, really? they've got like a, it's a lot of sort of bouncy guitars. Yeah, they've got. A Almost a almost a gentiness about them, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. Almost, it's, not it's, quite. It's like metalcore done with a gent sensibility, and yeah. in, in how much it just makes you just in pop that your that sort of yeah, the bounce and the <laughs> the groove of it. Yeah, exactly. That's it. The you know, that's, all just and that's there. where the gent comes from, right? It's like the they're gent, all sat the gent, there on space yeah. hoppers. Yeah, <laughs> 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 the whole album was recorded on a trampoline. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's very fucking cool. Like, obviously, they're clearly influenced by a lot of stuff from the early two thousands, like the Bled. Poison the well, that kind of thing. There's a lot of that coming in. It's like quite a lot of sort of like nostalgia there in like the angst. Like it's got a lot of angst in it. This record, yeah. you know. It's well, like that's well, it's teen angst. That's, that's the whole angst. point because it it's all about know. teen angst. Yeah, but like there's like nostalgia there in it for me. Like listening back because I, I haven't listened to anything sort of with these sort of sensibilities in a while. Yeah, and it's nice to sort of enjoy those and hear those things sort of like weave in and out of a sound that I do sort of enjoy now. It's a uh, yeah, it's nice. It's been nice. Yeah, I also really like the way the drummer like keeps everything really off kilter. Like he's always finding weird ways to make things sound a bit more, yeah, a bit trickier than than they could. Like he could just be doing straight beats and it make a bit more sense. But he likes to throw stuff on the offbeat and yeah. do a lot of like a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, but the thing, the in my opinion, the thing that really blows my mind is like the the lyrical content and and I really love the vocal delivery on this record. I think it sounds incredible. Um, my first real, the, the first track you uh, well, the first track that really stands out for me is that you'll understand when you're older. It kind of starts off with this crazy Dillinger escape plan riff that sounds like it was written by rolling the dice. Yeah. We're like, roll the dice. Oh, it's landing on three. Okay, we go, da, 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 and then we roll the dice. We've landed. <laughs> we roll a five. Da, 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 da. <laughs> the way that they do, like, it's very Dillinger escape plan. Um, and then there's this amazing, I absolutely love the pre chorus where it's kind of like a, the delivery is that like spoken word. And you get this like a sort of unrequited. Uh, what's it? Not unrequited. What's the word when like you love someone and they don't love you back? Is that it's not unrequited? Um, is it uh, unrequited? I don't know. Maybe it is. Unrequited love. Unrequited. Unrequited. It's <laughs> um. It's got that kind of feel. It's like it takes me when you get homesick, and I still think about that phone call. Like yeah. you can really feel that. Like oh, I just wish that she felt the same way about me as I. Like, well, in this yeah. case, because the lead character Jamie. Oh no, the lead character. Is it that one where it's like, and I'll still walk you to your car? Yeah, that's like, exactly. That's yeah. It, yeah, that's it. And you really get that. Um, you really get that feel. And then you'll get to that chorus and that song that just always gets stuck in my head, which mm -hmm. is the the broken windows. And you say broken windows, yeah. playing ball in the backyard, broken windows. The landlord locked me out. The rent's past due. Like the way, like that's like, listen to that. That's really like you wouldn't think that that's the chorus for a song, but it sounds it works so well. It sounds yeah. amazing. And then I also really then really love the part 
bit further into the song where he's talking about like how difficult it is. It's like he's being stepped over. People with degrees stepping over me, and I'm arguing with a guy in New Jersey about extra cheese. Yeah, like <laughs> the kind of the the stuff is so mundane, but it's the kind of stuff that people really like go through. Yeah, and I really the, like that about it. That's the cool stuff about like I like um, interesting vocalists like that. Like you'll find that in um, sort of sort of what sort of draws me towards sort of like things like single mothers and stuff. Yeah, like people that are like write interesting lyrics. Or yeah, things that hook you in because that is the things that you you. You know, like, I always think about that song, like, Winter Coats. Like, she should really be wearing a winter coat. <laughs> Don't know why all the girls around me want to be so cold. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I fucking, I fucking dig you, bro. Same yeah. here. I'm walking down the street. I see this motherfucker wearing a woolly hat and a skirt. That don't fucking work. I wear bare legs and a fucking gilet. Fucking <laughs> make your mind up, motherfucker. It's, yeah, it's, it's true. But it's cool, like, the way that they, like, their observation on, on mundane things like that is just really cool. Yeah. Um, then I really like the song it's called um, M-O-R-G-A-N which is it features the vocalist from The Contortionist on uh, on Guesswork because it's quite different that song I believe Morgan in the, the character Morgan in the story is like the school bully yes. and it's kind of like remembering how like that kid made life hell for uh, for Jamie when she was at school when he was at school I keep doing it Jamie's a boy like you know the um the whole like why did you do it the question yeah there's a point where in one of the songs where he's like addressing his parents and he's yeah. asking them why did they do it. Do you think it's like he's saying like why did you do it as in like why did you have me? Why did you put me no, through this? No, like, because you... if you you get through, because I'm you're jumping a little bit ahead, but I'm going to go with it anyway. Right, so go, get there, get there. So in the song, I think it's the song's called Coffee and Conversation, which is the one you're talking about. Yeah, is when Jamie decides to kill herself, right? Oh fuck! I keep saying her, but it's a bloke, isn't it? This I I keep it's Don't a boy when it. he decides to kill himself. Yeah, and that's the that I think the, that bit you're talking about is like the suicide note. Oh, fair. In the story, I, well, I don't okay. know. I did. Fair. I sent a message to the Baz to try and like find out the actual story, so I got this right. So, but I've just had to interpret it because okay. they never got back to me. <laughs> but, um, but I think that's what happens is because um, then the last song, which is like uh, what's it called? I've written it down here somewhere. It's cool. It's part three. Something part three. I can't find. Oh, it. it's called like the exit part the ex- three. The exit like part that. three. That's yeah. it. And that's like the suicide note, I believe. And that's what. Uh, I think it's fucking awesome. But the the one I really love the the song that really like the lyrical content of it is just really incredible. Is um, it's my five year plan. Dude, my five year plan is my favorite song on the album. Yeah, it's fucking really cool. It's fun. I love the bit when he's like being the parents and he's like um. Depression and anxiety are just words in, inside a dictionary. That shit's not real. It's fiction, Jamie. Um, where do you see yourself in five years? Because I can't see you making it past the front door, let alone 19. <laughs> like, that's fucking powerful, right? Yeah. It's this kid who's like going through like a really tough time and the parents are just writing off, oh, it's just a teenage, teenage angst. Don't yeah. worry about it. But then... Decides, decides to kill himself, you know, like it's it's, it's real fucking shit, powerful. It's fucking but at the shit. same time, it's quite fun music, isn't it? Yeah. It's not like depressing music it's really upbeat and full of really cool riffs and just really bouncy but it's got this really powerful subject matter that yeah. is going on i think it's amazing it's like got um it's got so many sort of sounds as well like we said about everything this week but it really has this sort of like sprawls this is like walking through like the the hallway of like this is like myspace past it's like it's yeah. it all these sort of sort of slightly poppier chorus sort of elements and things like that but it ties everything together and one of the things nice. that one of the things that like really comes back to that is um the bit where he uses the the words um oh fuck was it 
I can't find it now. You break my heart into a thousand pieces. And you, beca- you, and you say, because it's because better. I deserve better, right? Which is from for- from Autumn to Ashes. Uh, but that that's a, I looked at, so that's a sample from a Dawson's Creek episode, which <laughs> from Autumn to Ashes use in Take Her to the Music Store. Amazing. Which obviously it was like, or from Autumn to Ashes were like a really big MySpace era, like metalcore, post-hardcore band, which these guys clearly were into because otherwise they wouldn't use that reference. No. But... Like that's really cool because like Dawson's Creek has got that kind of like teen drama tie-in. I think it's really clever, like the way that they sort of sprinkle that in. It's really Dude, cool. I think it's fun. I think yeah, it's a good. It's a good move. I love a sprinkle, mate. I I'll be honest with you. I'm fucking obsessed with this EP. I've listened to it so many times. Really? Like it only came out like a couple of weeks. It's ago. come at you hard, isn't it? It's really taken. It taking really it. has really grabbed me. I've been listening to it so much. I dig. Like it. I listen to it two three times a day. Really? Yeah, man. I'm fucking all over it. I can't get enough of it. It's, I think it's so clever and so well put together. It is. I love it. I love the melody. I love his like scream. It's so weird. It's it sounds got nothing like anybody else. It's got an else. odd scream. Yeah, it's really weird, it's, but I think it's fucking cool. I like it. It's, it's good. so different. It's very unique. Yeah. I t- I'm take really taken aback by this EP. I'm Fuck, fucking yeah. loving it. Do you reckon that'll be cracking your top five? Yeah, I think it will. Boom. I think it will. But also, I think it's quite amusing that we it's an EP when... It's like five minutes longer than Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> it is long it is, for an yeah. EP. Yeah. It's like a half hour. Apparently, <clears> they <throat> were going to go into the studio and record, re-record some stuff that they'd done early, like in the earlier to days, an, to an album. in like a high, like a in like a better quality. Yeah. And they were just like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just do something new. And they just they wrote this new record. So yeah, it's fucking Fuck cool. Yeah. So I really dig it, man. It's by Kayanash, Cal, Cal Nashi. Cal Nashi. Cal Nashi. Which is it's the it's a character from Spirited Away, isn't it? Cal yes, Nashi. Cal Nashi is the um is the spooky dude with the uh yeah, the face with the, the, mask. With the face yeah. mask thing. Yeah. Which is cool. Fuck yeah. cool reference. And I love their logo, which is like the black like heart, the broken heart. Cause I think there's a reference to that in one of the songs where in the chorus it's like the, the broken, broken heart, heart in your sleeve. In your sleeve. Tells me you're not like the rest. That's it. So I think that's like Boom. a it's like a thing, like the, the sort of the outcasts of the school, like wear the logo. I'm just making all of this up, really. I'm, I'm just writing my <laughs> own story at this point, getting, getting carried away. Come back next week when Gary has written a nice <laughs> little, little. Why did you do it? Part two yeah. by Gary. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll send it to the band, and then they can write it for me. A troublesome boy in Essex. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I was alright. My school, playing, my school life was pretty curbsies easy. On his own. <laughs> Playing Kirby and rolling, going out in his bow turbos. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I yeah. I think you can do a lot worse than checking this EP out. I'm Give it really, a go. Really into it. It's called Why Did You Do It, and it's by a band called Cal Nashi. Awesome. Okay, right. That's the end. Sick. That's the end of the show. If you made it all the way, well done. That's good. You've got good fortitude. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know, perhaps you've not got much on. No, I'm joking. Thank you very much. It's fucking awesome. Uh, If you listen to podcasts while they're doing stuff, right? You don't just sit and do nothing while you listen to a podcast. No, that's weird. Like I do. I listen to mine. I do that quite a lot. I I like to. Yeah, I like to sit there with a podcast. Really drink it in, Gary. That's bonkers. I like to. I do. Well, I'm listening to to while I'm driving. Have a look. That's my place. Have a little podcast. Podcast land is in the car. Podcast lad is in my brain. <laughs> um, anyway, tune in next next episode is going to be albums of the year. Yes, if you enjoyed any of these things, let us know, mate. If you liked it, have a listen to it. I mean, sorry, <laughs> I'll say that again. If you liked it, let us know, mate. It's been fucking great to hear. Just give us some things. Hit us up. Right.
Brilliant. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs>